KCLR Live Sport. Live on KCLR for scoreline.ie, the Carlo versus Dublin preview show. With thanks to Ready's of Carlo, food served all day, every day. Ready'sCarlo.ie and Facebook. Yeah, welcome to Reddy's of Carlo. We jumped in very quickly there and uh, Robbie Dowling has a smile on his face here. Eddie and Robbie are not used to being in Carlo. Always with Kilkenny and Kilkenny going very well last week for Derek Ling and uh, Killian Buckley in particular. I think Mickey Walsh is still alive anyway after the exciting finish of that game. But we have a cracker of a game in store in Carlo this evening. Five o'clock throw-in at Netwatch Cullen Park and all the talk has been about Carlo on their monumental rise to claiming the Joe McDonough three weeks ago at headquarters in Croke Park. So it's a big day, Robbie. Um, you and Shana have been building up to this over the last few weeks and there's been a bit of celebrating Carlo in the early exchanges with the team and the cup has gone through the schools and in and out but Carlo have climbed that mountain but I think they came back down and they're going to go and try and climb it again this evening but Dublin won't be simple No, certainly won't be simple Brendan you'd have to think that this is Carlo's biggest test of the year but it's also a great opportunity for Carlo I think it feels a bit like a free hit I spoke to Pat Murphy last night on scoreline he of course is a Carlo selector and he has said and he admitted to me that they had achieved their goal for the year and that this is kind of bonus territory for them now but what a brilliant game to have it's the game of the weekend in the country when it comes to hurling really it's a game that a lot of people a lot of neutrals will have their eye on and I think you go back to 2019 and Carlo's neighbours of course Leash did it to Dublin they, they found a way of getting over the line in Moor Park that day I'd expect an even bigger crowd in Netwatch Cullen Park tonight I think the atmosphere and the vibe in this county at the moment is just incredible but not just with the hurlers but the footballers of course Talchon Cup tomorrow a great run there and with a big crowd tonight and if they can stick in this game until about half time 20 minutes to go all the pressure will be on Dublin so I expect a good game but the, the key for Carlo and I think when we're speaking to a lot of people that have far greater knowledge than I would the key for Carlo is the start they can't let Dublin get a run on them they can't go 1-2 or 1-3 behind early on if they stick in this game Carlo have a big chance if Dublin starts strong you would have to say it'll be an uphill task but just so exciting so exciting ahead of this one half the players Robbie um, they have the players and uh, talented players finished the match strongly the last day some people said shouldn't have ended up extra time it did they still wanted an extra time showed great character but uh, they have quality players and certainly have a great manager Oh, you can't dispute how good the manager is the job he's done has been remarkable he's built this team um, took over from another great manager of course Colin Bonner he did great work with Carlo 2018 Joe McDonough Cup win there but he's built a new team with some players from that side as well and they've just been incredible I think he's got the best out of you know you mentioned the players there Brendan Chris Nolan got the winning point the last day Marty Cavan I'm just looking at the starting lineup here Paddy Boland how good has he been this year how good was he in that Joe Mack final they're just the fours but you got the likes of Kevin McDonald, Jack Cavanagh, Dermot Burns so many players you could list them all off he's got the best out of them individually but in terms of bringing a team together collectively He's done one of the best jobs in this country. There's no question about it. And he's, the sum of the parts is incredible. They're unbeaten as well. You They're said unbeaten. that last night. It's yeah. remarkable. They're the only unbeaten team left in the championship. And that's a great sign. And we mentioned the kind of the quality on display. That's needless to say. Anybody just watched Carlo this year would agree to that. But I think what you would have to say, the biggest thing about this Carlo side, and it's shown brightly really in that Joe McDonough Cup final, they were the better team 
but when Offaly somehow found a way back into it, they showed tremendous character to go again because a lot of teams would have wilted and buckled under the pressure there. And it wasn't only the final. I mean, all the games in yes. the Joe Mack, I mean, the blew away there, you know, we can talk about it. People that's listening to us know what happened. But, you know, they had to go to down. It was going to be difficult, but still they banged in a few goals. Yeah. Brian Tracy, outstanding. So, collectively, the draw and Kerry, as we probably said on the day, was probably a point lost. But the uh, draw against Leash on home side was a, was a point, point one. Yeah. 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 yeah, and that was a good, that was another great sign of character because Leash led for a lot of that game, but Carlo never gave in, got their chance at the end, and you're never back against Marty Cavanagh. But the journey to today has been remarkable. You've been there for all of it. Casey Laura, luckily enough, has been there for all of it as well. And it's just been one of those things that has snowballed, has built up in momentum, and so many people from within the county obviously have loved it. But I think it's really grasped the attention of a lot of people from outside of the county. Yeah, I, I think, think so, today yeah. certainly will yeah. as well. And as I said, with the greatest respect to Offaly, I think most people would think a four o'clock today at Tipperary will prove too strong for them. But this game today, I think all eyes from hurling people across Munster, Leinster and beyond will be on this game because if there's going to be a surprise in store in this year's championship I think it'll be between Carlo and Dublin today OK well Gerard Dyle the Carlo Piro joins us and Gerard has the McDonough Cup here beside us as well I know he's a busy man he's nipping in early because he's heading for Netwatch Cullen Park Gerard I'm not quite sure what kind of a crowd we can expect this evening but the feedback over the last few weeks has been fantastic and the people have really bought into this and they seem to be Robbie's just said it outside of Carlo people are talking about Carlo hurling inside of Carlo certainly talking about Carlo Hurling and good times for Carlo because as Robbie mentioned the Talton Cup is a quarter final there tomorrow and even though they call this a preliminary quarter final tonight it is a quarter final because there's only eight teams left so when there's eight teams left it's a quarter final if you win you play Clare next week and uh, you're giving them a bit of a squeak as well but I think it'll go along with everything Robbie said they have to start well play well and stay in the game for 70 minutes plus yeah absolutely um, yeah just to go back to what you said at the start there yeah the, the, the county is on a high at the moment as regards GA everything is going so well with both the hurlers and the footballers uh, it's a great place to be it's what we were all working to aspire to to get get our teams to this standard and, uh, and to this level of the competition this, at this stage of the year and it's brilliant to be still involved in, in both competitions and at a very advanced stage and with the good weather now okay we've, we're having fairly severe showers today but um, still it's very warm and it's, sun, it's summer and it's, it's ground hurling and it's hard ground uh, and that's suiting our lads both sets of teams have relatively small players but they're skillful and they're fast so they're making hay in these conditions so they're doing well and uh, as Robbie said it's all about staying in the game for as long as you can and if we're still in the game in the middle of the second half anything can happen we have great forwards can get scores out of anything and uh, I think it's a matter of keeping things tight at the back for as long as we can and apart from it being a match chair of the significance that it is as an occasion for Carla people because we're not Kilkenny we're not Galway we're not Tipperary you know we're not Kerry we're not Dublin ok Dublin hurlers play second fiddle to their footballers in relation to the support and the crowds I think in so called weaker counties could be the same Carla Wicklow but now the people have bought into this Carla team but the occasion in itself win lose or draw the occasion itself this is massive a quarter final in Netwatch Cullen Park yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's fantastic. It, and thanks again to KCLR. You're, you're supporting us all the way, for, uh, covering every game so well. And even have a show here today um, from such an early time, previewing the game, building it up. But that's what we want to see happening. And it's just what we work for all the time. And the occasion is fantastic. I really do hope the Carlo GA uh, community come out and support both the hurling uh, and the football clubs. Uh, you know, we need the support of the football clubs because these hurlers will not let us down on the day they'll give everything on the field uh, they'll absolutely do their best how far that takes them 
God only knows, but look, they certainly won't want for effort and passion and resilience and do, do or die on the pitch, they'll die for on the team. Michal Dunner, who got a fright a few years ago in Galway, he was manager of the Galway team, Galway lost out in Leinster on scoring differences yes. because yeah. Carlo put up such a fine performance and we always believed if there had been a big Carlo crowd there to take, maybe a Carlo roar would have got them over the line. So Dublin come tonight, all the talk is about Carlo and home side, but Dublin to their credit have had some fine performances in this championship and it's not going to be simple. Yeah. They're a Division 1 team, they've got some brilliant hurlers, uh, they'll bring big support tonight. There's actually a few dubs in town here today. There's Joe Shepherd is here at Mammon the Great Carlo tradition and he's a man from Clontarf for them there. So when the Northsiders come in, you know you're up against it today, Jerry. Well, hurling is strong, <laughs> I think, in the north side of Dublin. But um, now going back to the Galway match a few years ago, 2019, I was in Salt Hill myself that day and it was a great occasion and we really rattled uh, Galway. And I'm hoping we can reproduce that kind of attitude That's what's and needed. that performance today. Yeah. And even earlier in that year, uh, we had drawn with Galway in the league in, uh, in, in, that, in that was Cullen Park Marty Cavanagh scored an impossible point from the sideline and um, it was well deserved and the performance against Galway as well was brilliant now Dublin blow hot and cold like in the first half against Galway they were brilliant uh, you thought they were going to run away with the game but having said that they only drew with Antrim in, in Belfast so you don't know what Dublin is going to arrive here today. Now they have the ability to be brilliant, and they can be. They are, you know, of great potential, and they're a young team. I think we might have the edge on them and experience a little bit, but they're a young, fast, strong, well-conditioned team. You know, they're they're serious about what they're up. They want to progress and stay in the championship for a good bit longer than this. So, and, and if you go back to club level and under 21 a few years ago, Carlo went to Dublin to beat Dublin under 20s right. uh, with a fine performance. But Kula came here two, three years ago now yeah. as double All Ireland champions, yeah. and you know they were aiming at a Leinster final against the Shamrocks. And they went out to Carlo with their tail between their legs, as did Bally Bowden yeah. a few uh, years before that. Mount Leinster Rangers sent them packing. So, you know, you put them yeah. together. Me Hall is coming down. That Kula lads are Hold on, this is never a simple spot to win a no, match. I can even go back further than yeah. uh, back to Paddy Quirk's time when we drew with him here and beat him up in Parnell Park in Canmer was a league match or what it was. But like for some reason we were able to lift our game against Dublin and um, you don't don't hold any fears for our lads. Um, so you know, just look, we don't want to tempt fate or anything like that. But no, uh, you know, the, our lads the ground, have yeah. the ability. They just have the ability to have the the commitment to make sure they, they put in a good performance. They, you know, they're, just, they're well motivated, they're well trained, and uh, Tom Malady is a super tactician as regards game planning, and he has a good backroom team with him. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a great opportunity, and it's great to be in this position. Okay, and Ger, uh, before I do let you go, because I know you're heading for Network Cullen Park early, a bit of an initiative for the kids there. I know when the county board were in charge of the grounds, you were letting all the kids in free. Obviously, yeah. Croke Park are in charge today, so it's, yeah, it's, it's a fiver for kids. You're disappointed it, over that, but all first four or five hundred in get a free poster of the Joe McDonough. First four hundred kids in the door will get uh, a free Joe McDonough poster. We will have the raffle, the same as we have every other week, but this week uh, they have to wait till they get inside the ground, and there'll be tickets for them there to so fill in. for people who are not familiar with that listening to the radio that's a draw at half time for Carlo jerseys and it's, right. it's proved to be brilliant over yeah, the last no, few months it's very popular and the ironic thing is nearly every child that wins the raffle is already win, wearing a Carlo jersey <laughs> but, but somebody in the, in the family will wear it or a cousin or a, a relation the, but and, and Carlo jerseys are like hen's teeth at the moment in, in the, the county uh, and that's a great thing great complaint um, like it just shows the interest and it actually was up in Dr. Cullen Park already picking up the Joe McDonough Cup and those kids going in to do their training with Carlow Town Hurling Club I saw a young, one young fella wearing a Carlow jersey he was only about knee high 
and he had two hurls in his bag sticking over his shoulder. He must have been afraid and he was going to break one, was he? Well, <laughs> I, I tell you one thing, that's, that's music to my ears to see a young lad with a carnage jersey and two hurls and he was mean in business yeah. and he was, you know, that's what we want to do is lift lift the county generally, get more young fellas playing and the more you have, the more will come through and will be of the standard required to play for the county okay. teams. You're looking forward to it, Ger? Absolutely, sure. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's, no, it's just a great place to be at the moment. Okay, well, thanks for dropping in and uh, thanks for bringing the John McDonough Cup. I know we have the TV cameras coming here in a while as well. Uh, they're coming to Carla doing a little yeah. bit of feature on hurling today as well. The legendary That's Marty that. Morrissey is supposed to be joining us here at Surround 3. Well, uh, don't forget, you're a legend yourself, Brendan. So. <laughs> and Robbie Dolan is the legend. Robbie's the angry young man. I've never found him to be angry angry myself now but uh, I don't know where he got the name from but a particle Kenny he lives in if he threw a stone he'd be into Carlos so maybe he might come in and hurl for for uh, Maeve Breed or somebody like that. he's only up the hill he's only over Arch. the hill Oh, look at uh, he's welcome anytime he's a <laughs> lovely chap and it's great to be do, doing business with KCLR Thanks million, Ger. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'll be hurting for Nave Breed anytime soon, but uh, you're always welcome, Robbie. No, yeah, no yeah, problem. I know. No, thanks, Ger. But a great game today, in fairness, and uh, a big crowd is needed at this one. I think, Ger, isn't it? I think there will be a good crowd. Yeah, yeah there will. There's no doubt. There's, the county is on a high. I mean, you should have been down at the uh, meet and greet we had down in Sven a yeah. few weeks ago. Yeah. It was brilliant. Like the the kids were just they're just enjoying it so much. You know, they don't get the chance. And this is what other counties have all the time. And the, the kids are just buying into it. And the, the lads have been bringing the, the cup around to all the schools. The reaction there has been fantastic as well. And so I expect a big crowd from of school kids and all ages, please God. And as I say, I want the football community to start rallying around behind the, the hurlers because they might be surprised at how good they are and how uh, entertaining they are and how skillful they are. They're a super group of lads. Have you ever seen it like this before in Carlodger? Well, we would have had the Carlo Rise in 2018 yeah. when um, we won uh, the John McDonough before and um, we beat Clare in the football, we got promotion in the football. But just the combination of circumstances this time is much is working better for us. Obviously, the weather is always good to have. We've had a three-week gap between the John McDonough Cup final, so the lads have had time to celebrate and then go back to the serious business of training. So they've had two solid weeks of training under their belt. The last time we we only we had to play within six days, which just wasn't fair. And again, we were up against a formidable Limerick team that went on to win the All Ireland that year and have won four more since. So that time it didn't really, you know, the. the stars didn't align for us that time but I think they are now and again drawing Dublin as opposed to anyone else uh, you know they're a team we maybe could bear to beating and we hope to give them a good rattle today at least and um, we alluded to it there at the start as well Jur. the job Tom Bilali's done particularly this year but in terms of building this team over the last three years it's been incredible absolutely he's been very strategic in the way he's, he's used the different competitions uh, you know, St Mullins had a long year last year. They won the county championship. They went on in a good run in Leicester, and that Leicester run didn't end until December. So the, the St Mullins lads needed to be able to recharge their batteries, get a bit of downtime and relaxation. Uh, so they were given a bit of extra time before they came back. Then, you know, we lots of lads involved in Sigerson Cup, so they needed to be able to just concentrate on that and not be trying to, you know, uh, flog them at that time of year. So he gave a good, lot of lads time off, and, and he also used that time then to blood new players. And we've got loads of new players coming through, and they're all brilliant players. And they had the experience of the Kyo Cup and the league to get up to the standard of county hurling, and they've been proven now in the Christie Ring Cup, or the, sorry, the Sean McDonough Cup, that they're well able for hur uh, county hurling. And we've a great bunch of young lads coming through now, which is what Tom, the whole, that was his plan all, all along. Give the more experienced lads a rest, have them fresh for the Joe Mac. Make sure to stay up in the league, which we did, then have them all 
the young lads and the, new, the experienced guys all working together and pulling together and all ready to go for the Joe Mac, which is what he did. And thank God it all worked out. It's, it's fair play. It was a great plan. And it's great to see when a plan comes together, you know. It certainly is. Yeah, the plan came together so well, but just in terms of that prioritisation of competitions, is that something that not just the players or the management spoke about, is that something that the county board maybe acknowledged as well, that it was time maybe to try and hit the peak for that Joe McDonough? Yeah, well, like, I mean, uh, you know, Jim Bulger's here beside us, Tim would be liaising closely with the management and deciding on the strategy for the year, and, you know, in a small county with a relatively small pick, you have to pick your, your fights like, and have to focus on what is your, your, your priority for the year and these are all amateur players as I said St Mullins had a long year last year so it would have been crazy to try and put those lads back out in the Kyo Cup and expect them to go through the Kyo Cup the league play at a high standard all through those games and then still be in a position to deliver in the Joe Mac so like I think Tom Mullally was very uh, clever in the way he managed it all and you know he's, you know the results are there now. And um, the beauty of it all is that we've unearthed some fantastic young players, and uh, they're making a huge contribution now. Like Paddy Boland, obviously, is a standout. You know, Conor Kyo has been given more game time. John Nolan, um, you know, Fee Patrick and, and Jack McCullough are, are proven now fully fledged senior hurlers. You know, you know, so there's a great future in terms of the youth that's in the team. You know, and there's lots more young lads I can't mention them all, but uh, it's great, great young lads coming through there. And Gerard, you were mentioned. You mentioned the word plan. I think about three times there. I was just looking over to the chairman and yourself and going to ask you a question now. And the two you might laugh. What kind of a plan have you in place of Carlow win this match this evening? Because this county is going to go absolute berserk. Oh well, is it Plan B? No, no, no. We'll we, 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 we'll jump one fence at a time. I think. Jim is, Jim is going to join us in a second. I think we'll be taking a break in a few seconds as well. Well, well Gerard, we'll see you in Netwatch Cullen Park and thanks for your input today and thanks for bringing in the cup because I know the staff here in Reddy's uh, will be delighted. Carmel is here, as you all know. Carmel is owner here of Reddy's and runs a great show. And fantastic food here, I have to say. Eddie and, and Robbie, well fed and watered here this afternoon. Absolutely, Gavin is behind the bar there as well. Sean, Jackie, uh, Jean, Caitlin, uh, Ostea from Lithuania, shouting for Carlo today. Pavel is the head chef from Poland, so Yakshamash Pavel. Hope you're keeping well and you're shouting for Carl. And Tom, the manager, will be having a few words with us uh, after uh, noon because there's always been a great old tradition about Reddy's and GA as well. There's one thing you're not allowed to talk about. There's one thing you're not allowed to talk about. I won't mention it was a temporary halting site for uh, <laughs> a, few, a few people there. I don't know, playing was it in Ireland or Airog or Greg Cullen? I'm not too sure who they were playing for at the time. And, anyway, we're all playing together this uh, evening, Jerry. Yeah, and the, the colour of the hair now wouldn't be unlike Jim Bulger's hair colour. The hair is similar as well. And we say no more, but I hope he's listening in and uh, best of luck to you Tom I hope you're enjoying all this uh, great success for Carlo and he was a great Carlo man himself and played minor for the county when my, my own father was a selector back in the 50s so um, fair play Tom Hennessy was a great GA man back in the time ok well listen we'll talk to you later on Gerard. it's going to be a great evening Carlo great day in Belfast tomorrow with the help of God and a busy weekend for Carlo and thanks as PRO the county board for coming in and thanks for all your help right throughout this campaign you're more than welcome Brendan thanks very thanks much thanks very much I think we're going to take a break Robbie I'll hand back to you for that and I think we might be coming back with a little bit of a flashback to the Joe McDonough and Carlos Reyes and then we'll be talking to Chairman of the Carlow County Board Mr Jim Bulger is that correct Robbie? Yeah, take a quick ad break right there KCLR Live Sport Live on KCLR for scoreline.ie The Carlow versus Dublin preview show with thanks to Reddy's of Carlow food served all day every day Reddy'sCarlow.ie and Facebook yeah, welcome back to our preview of the All-Ireland Senior Hurling Championship preliminary quarter-final between Carlow and Dublin. Of course, throwing is 5pm 
in Netwatch Cullen Park with a full live commentary here on KCLR with our build-up from half past four. But we're going to continue our build-up now by looking back on how Carlo got to this stage. They're running the Joe McDonough Cup. Full-time Kerry have won the match and they've broken Carlo Hearts. They finished with 29 points in Corrigan Park. Kerry won the match and that is a little bit of heartbreak for Carlo, but it comes back to not winning all your matches at home. The game is over and that is it. This is for those who'd like a moment. It's a huge day for both Kildare and Carlo, as you've rightly said. First round of the Joe McDonough Cup 2023. And what an interesting fixture this could be. Oh, there's a great run by Paddy Ball, and Paddy Ball is up to the 20 metre line. Paddy Ball and off! Paddy Ballin has got a goal that I've never seen one like before. Paddy Ballin has a Paddy Ballin. Hold on! Paddy Ballin! Paddy Ballin! This fella's on fire! He runs under. Here he goes. He got four in the league. Is he going to get three here? Oh! Oh yes! Oh, this fella's on fire! His name is Paddy Ballin! Let's skip to the good bit. He blows the whistle in Austin Stack Park and you know what? While Carlo gave it everything, carried it too. But what a game of hurling. There's the strike. Yeah! Chance here for Carlo, making the way through the middle of the park at the shot. Well, it's gone to the back of the net. It's a brilliant score for Carlo. Here's a goal chance here now. Chris Nolan, Chris Nolan. Oh, yes. Gone to the back of the net. Chris Nolan, the man from my valley, absolutely drills it. But, but Chris Nolan gets him the second time round. Runs in along the end line. Chris Nolan. Chance for Marty Cavanagh. Welcome to a sun-drenched Netwatch Cullen Park and the crowds are pouring in for this one as you rightly said it's round five of the Joe McDonough Cup and it's plain and simple a win for Carlo today and they're in the final on Saturday the 27th of May in Croke Park. But here come Carlo, they're going short this time, here's a goal chance, Conor Kyo! Uh, 
Uh, there we are. It was fantastic. Robbie is uh, here. Tears running down his face here in Reddies and Carlo. Jim Bulger, the chairman of the Carlo County Board, joins me. Jim, I know Gerald's covered a lot and uh, you're a man that likes to cover a lot as well. First and foremost, it's a massive day for Carlo. Tomorrow is a massive day for Carlo. And I want to take you back to last week because what a lot of people didn't realise, New York were in town. Everybody knew that in the football championship and the Talton Cup. And uh, your own son, who has only recently went to America, I noticed two of them out there, but he came back playing for New York, a former collection player just out the road, but you was a proud Clonmore man, were shouting for Carlo. I read about that during the week, but a great day for the family, but all in all, it was a great day for Carlo as well. Ah, yeah, a great day for Carlo, Brendan, no doubt, and I suppose just the way things aligned for me, it was unique, so historic that New York were here in town with us. We gave them a good welcome. Um, I thought they played very well first half, and we played very well second half and finished very strongly, but it was, I suppose, it was unique with me also, and as I said to him, once you don't get injured, number one, once you play well, number two, and uh, once, you once you don't beat Carlo, number three, that's, that's it. And tell me, son, and I'm reading a bit about him as well, uh, give everyone his first name, because I get names Ross, wrong with yeah. Ross. He's actually going to be an American footballer. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a scholarship now for American colleges football, so it's a wonderful opportunity, and uh, great, great experience potentially for him, and as I said to him, Back in the day when I was growing up, if you got a job in Tolo 10 miles away, you say you'd have a great experience over in Tolo. Yeah. So, how the world has got that bit much smaller, really. But a wonderful opportunity. He's a fan of the football, American football, since he was around 10 years of age. He knows the game, he understands it. But he always fancies himself as to, just to have a go he's at, a kicker. at kicking. Yeah. Yeah, he's a kicker, he's a, he's a goal kicker and a punter. And he's getting the opportunity to do both of those with uh, Idaho State University. So and I was reading as well, I know yeah. we get back to the hurling in a minute, but he's, he's both feet. My father always says there's no point to playing football of any calibre, rugby, Gaelic football or soccer, unless you can play with your two feet. Yeah. He's capable of that. Yeah, yeah. well, I, I suppose he got to know a variety when he, he went out to um, he went out to Pace University just after Christmas, and the coach asked him, could he punt with his, could he do punt? And he says, yes. Yeah. So he punted with his right. He said, could you do it with your left? He was only messing. And Ross nailed it with the left as well, so he's, 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 he's equally as good, you could say, on his left. And that's always a plus to have in any sport. Did you, you get know? that from the mother or the father? Uh, the mother kicks like a mule, <laughs> so it wasn't nothing to do with me. Uh, listen, Jim, uh, well, well done and congratulations. Great to see the lads doing so well stateside. Uh, you're hoping Carlo will do well. Carlo's side today, and I suppose in the north tomorrow against Belfast, Corrigan Park. Yeah. Two very tough matches, but Carlo GA, as you said, in a terrific position at the moment. Yeah, two, two big challenges. We're after have a tr tr really great few weeks with the herders and the footballers, and I suppose the McDonough Cup performing in Crow Park to that level, you know, was phenomenal, and it was absolutely... Uh, it was it was absolutely brilliant. Um, a few messages coming into there, Jimmy. Yeah, sorry, yeah, sorry. You're I got right. distracted there for a second, yeah. Um, I haven't got my glasses on either, so <laughs> but uh, no, that was that was probably without doubt. I'd say it was the best day in my in my life from a Cardo perspective to go to Crow Park, to go up there and perform the way we did in extra time as well. Taking you know, and they were back to full strength and all yeah. that. That was tremendous performance and unequal in, in my life. I was talking to James Hickey today. James is joining us today. Mount Leinster Rangers man, of course. Yeah. Famous with hurling and from the great jewel star and the famous ad on the telly. And James was there and he said to me, as far as he's concerned, that was probably the best ever from Carlo. Yeah. In relation to, with no disrespect to all the lads that have lined up for Carlo in the past, you mean there was character, yeah. there was everything. He said that yeah. he, he reckons it was the best ever. Yeah, it was. And, and, and 
like Offaly are an established hurling county as well, so to beat Offaly as well. But and, and that's no slight whatsoever, as you say, on the forerunners to this. But it was an excellent performance. When the chips were down, they, they really yeah. came out. It showed character in, in, in abundance that day, and you know, hats off to them. Brilliant, brilliant performance. And I know Jerry was talking. You were talking about planning the year out. Certainly, the management team, um, the management team looked at it the entire season, looked at our panel and had to be strategic in planning and they were strategic and the, f and the main goal was to win the Joe McDonough and they've achieved that goal. So now you have to recalibrate and see what your second goal is and that's to, to win a preliminary quarter final and we'll find out today. What's your, good, to what's your good feeling Jim? As a good Carlo man, you played for Carlo football ways and you're a good Clonmore man and you're a great GM man, yeah. you know the lads at the top. What's your good feeling for this evening? Yeah, I, I, think, I think this team will show their character once again here today I think it'll be a very tight game uh, I hope that the rain that's kind of predicted doesn't spoil the game on us but I think we have a great chance I'm also a realist when I look at that Dublin team like they drew with Galway unlucky not to beat them recently and we saw Galway were just picked by Kilkenny so they're right up there some brilliant players and they're, they're used to playing at a higher pace than ourselves as well. and, they have, and they're always very well conditioned Dublin yeah. but look that's the challenge and our lads won't want when it comes to heart determination and goals and we saw the skill that they have as well yeah. so really looking forward to this and I hope you get the run of the ball today Yeah. now one thing that you're not in control of and what Carlow people have to get used to it's no fault of Carlow County Board is that we were expecting to get 10,000 in there today. We're hoping there'll be a big, big crowd up there, but Croke Park controlled this event. It's an All-Ireland qualifier. It's an All-Ireland quarter-final. So, Carlo, just to let people know, have no hand or actor part in organising no. tickets. It's a Croke Park decision. It worked out to be a little bit expensive. We can't do anything about that. 25 yeah, euro, 20 for pensioners. It kind of takes a little bit of the good out of it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, we're, we're at All-Ireland quarter-final yeah. stage, you know, so that's the series we're in now, preliminary uh, All-Ireland quarter-final. And as you say, it's a central council yeah. uh, dictated fixture not Carlo. Yeah. yeah, and uh, it's a fiver in for kids. But look at the the, the support we had in Croker, Croker yeah, the year, with, yeah. And, and throughout the year. I think people are really looking forward to this opportunity to go in and say thank you yeah. to our lads. And we're expecting a big Carlo crowd there today. Yeah. We had a massive Carlo crowd last week, considering New York had very little support. Yeah. So great, great. And the homecoming as well. itself. I mean, the players themselves couldn't believe the homecoming from the John Mack. I mean, okay, no. Jeremy Canning mentioned it on the telly, which helped greatly. But to be fair, yeah. there was absolutely thousands of people in Haymarket that night. Yeah. And we had a homecoming planned one way or the other, no matter what the result yeah. was, just to honour the lads. And it was a brilliant. It was a brilliant atmosphere. It was a brilliant uh, occasion. Uh, it was great for the kids, but it was great turnout and genuine support because people got such a lift out of that performance. The manner of the win, and not alone do we do win friends here in Carlo, but we won them from further afield. I was getting phone calls from up and down the country and from a, a text from abroad because of the manner of the win. It was an excellent win. And Jim, when Robbie. I was chatting to Jerry there, he had mentioned maybe that you were had a keen insight into the panel, into the management team. Just for our listeners and myself, that we wouldn't be in on it as much, how much of um, a kind of a, an information base do you have within the Senior Hurling panel throughout the year? Because as I said, it was really well planned out and obviously executed to perfection with that Joe McDonough Cup. Yeah, we, we work in partnership. Uh, yeah. it, this, this doesn't work unless we're all on the same hymn sheet, essentially. And I mean the county board, the management team, the players and the supporters. You know, we need to be all in it together. And and we certainly were. But when I, I, I was speaking and liaising with the management team on a regular basis, and they were saying to me what their plan was. And there was an element of panic earlier on in the league, especially yeah. when they thought 
geez, we're in trouble here and we're not going anywhere. And I briefed the executive on that, brought them up to speed on a couple of occasions just to let them know that let's not panic here. There's nothing wrong here. There is a plan and we're working towards that plan. So it was, as I said previously, there is strategic in their thinking and they asked us for our support and we lent that support to them straight away. And when I put it to our executive, they said that we'd stand four square behind the management team. And that was so important. I was able to go back to the management team and say, everybody here is behind you. So let's go on with the plan that you have. How tough is that? Because it, the way you explained it there, it sounds easy. But the pressure was on particularly at the start of the year. People were asking questions. I remember the first league game, 14 point defeat to there. And unless you kind of had that information base or knowledge that you would have had, people from the outside, punters maybe, that just don't have an understanding of it all were saying what's happening with Carlo, this, that and the other. At that time, how difficult is it to just kind of hold firm with that plan? Or is it just something that you knew concretely that this was going to be successful and we're on the right path? Yeah, it, 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 can, be, it can be sticky, and it was for, for a period of time. But I suppose it's, it's the same as any commentary from outside the group. And people with the best win in the world try to get it right, to, try to call it as it is. And they can only do that based on performances. Well, I knew, the executive knew, that there was a plan there that we were working towards. And it was just a matter of remain steady and, and just hold. And if you look at, conversely, maybe Kildare hurling, which everyone was talking them up, and yeah. massively, and, and rightly so, because of their performances. And unfortunately, they slip back, and it's, that's not positive for hurling in Kildare. But maybe there was too much hype about them, and maybe there was a little bit the opposite side yeah. from, from, from our perspective. But... Uh, it's up to each county to run their own uh, systems and teams as they see fit and I was always confident in the management group that they had their heads screwed on and look at the way it manifested afterwards. So it, you can't win everything, it's, we don't have the luxury of having the numbers to do that and I remember being at Kilkenny Functions where they had the Walsh Cup, the League Cup, the, uh, the Bob O'Keefe and the McCarthy Cup and it was wonderful to see. <laughs> but. We couldn't go yeah. for the full sweep. We had to be smart in our approach, and we were. But that will serve us good in. in serve, I believe it will serve us in good stead in the future. And just before we go to an ad break, Jim, yes. it's great to get an insight from a person like yourself. Going forward now, and obviously it's all about today, and we don't want to look too far ahead, but there's a bright future for not just the Carlo Herders, but Carlo GA. You mentioned there maybe the fact that we wouldn't see scenes like this or such jubilation if it was the league with the greatest of respects to it. Going forward, is that prioritisation of championships something that you look at? Or is it about kind of trying to build step by step that you can be more competitive throughout the whole season? Yeah, well, ultimately we'd like to be more competitive. And if if you want to really develop, you have to get up in the league. So we'll, we'll, we'll sit down and we'll discuss what our plans are for next year in that regard. Obviously, we have a formidable challenge being up in the Bob O'Keefe next year as well. So you have to be ready for that to perform. But we will see if we can target the league if, and we look at the entire calendar and see what... And I don't want to preempt what the management team will target. But once again, we have to be smart and we have to be strategic. But I suppose ultimately, you need to be playing regularly against the top teams to survive up there and to learn at that level. 
Hurling is the same no matter what level. It's the speed of the hurling and the skill level at speed is what is the difference. So it's going to take a hell of an effort on everybody's part, but we're willing to do that and see where it takes us. Well, you've done incredible work so far, and Jim, thanks for stopping by to chat with me today. Thank you. Carla, GA Chairman, Jim Bulger there. And just before we go to an ad break, we should say that all this week, with thanks to the team at Carlo Lawnmowers to celebrate Father's Day this coming weekend, we are giving you the chance to win a brand new lawnmower worth almost €600. Euro. You'll have your lawn under control in no time. Better again if you need the home pitch cut in the summer weather. Carlo Lawnmower Sales Service Repairs. Carlo Lawnmower Straw Hall Carlo Garden Machinery Specialist for all your garden and forestry needs. Carlo Lawnmower Sales Service and repairs that is the winner of that competition will be announced by ourselves here in Reddy's in Carlo at about quarter to four lots coming up after the break so don't go anywhere but Brendan is going to say something just before that yeah just a very important announcement for uh, Dublin and Carlo supporters in Dr Cullen Park for four o'clock there's actually a pop-up shop in Netwatch Cullen Park this afternoon which has been put up at four o'clock and it's for gear that has been there a while and uh, all the gear and paraphernalia that's uh, so uh, what do they call it a surplus to requirements I suppose yes. some of those left around so if anyone wants to buy a Carlo jersey or a polo shirt or a little bit of paraphernalia there's a pop-up shop at four o'clock and if you're in Carlo nice and early you might get yourself a bargain and Jim Bulger just told me he doesn't need to win that lawnmower in his garden in collection he puts water and whiskey mixed on the grass and it comes up half cut so he doesn't have to need a lawnmower <laughs> so anyway we're going to take the break and we'll be back after this with George Darcy from Bagnallstown Gales GA Club KCLR Live Sport. Live on KCLR for scoreline.ie. The Carlo versus Dublin preview show. With thanks to Reddy's of Carlo. Food served all day, every day. Reddy'sCarlo.ie and Facebook. Yes, and we have uh, George Darcy in a moment. Jim, just before you do go, I know you were going. I was letting you off to that much Cullen Park. We mentioned the footballers at the outset. Uh, it's a big day in Antrim tomorrow, so plenty of support travelling up. Huge day for Niall Crew and the lads, but it's one they have a great chance to win. Yeah, it's, it's a big challenge up there any time, but we're looking forward to the lads. Are, the lads are pl- after playing very, very well um, in the last number of games now, and uh, we're going up there confident that we'll give a very good performance and hoping that we get the result that we're looking for. Um, Again, we're not favourites, far from it, but the lads are in good place and they've really come on in leaps and bounds. And I think they, they got a little bounce from the hurlers as well, I'd have to say. So we we'll wish them well and hopefully things will get the run of the ball tomorrow up there as well. OK, well, we'll see you there, Jim, and Lovely, have a great thanks. day in Belfast. And thanks for joining us. See you in Netwatch Cullen Park later on. Jim Bulger. Now, before George comes in, there's a few Carlos supporters here. This man is from McGowan Road, uh, Martin McAvoy, and Martin has been around the world. Martin, you left Carlo at a very young age, but I firmly believe and have heard that you've been spreading the Carlo word across the world because you were in the Navy for a long time here. I was, and I went down, and every time Carlo played, we called the Scallionators were brought up. And we're still Scallionators. And do you know why they're called the Scallionators? Because Paul Horn has given me the full information. No, In the 18th century, Carlo people that grew scallions and onions used to go to Dublin and sell them on the Dublin markets. So the Carlo people were known as the Scallionators. So oh, that's well, where the name came from. Well, it's great, and I hope it buys power today. You're looking forward to it? Yes, and, and Claire didn't take on Claire and give him a good run in Munster, down on the Munster side. Okay, well, we might even get Cork on the way around as well. <laughs> That's if they come back. Listen, thanks, Martin. Thanks a million. George Darcy is here at Bagelstown Gales. George, there's a nice crowd uh, getting in here now into uh, Reddy's and Carlo. A great establishment, great food, great drink, always a great hostillery. And uh, you're looking forward to tonight, but wonderful times for Carlo GA. W- wonderful times for Carlo GA. It's great to see a bit of a buzz. It's so early on the day of a match here and um, you know a great 
compliments uh, to everybody concerned, particularly the players, because they have achieved a lot. And I tell you, Carlo is rocking at the moment. You know, you have to be proud in Bagnallstown because uh, Bagnallstown girls, your amalgamation, I've always said it has worked brilliantly over the last number of years. But you're actually supplying. I'm just reading there and I'm looking at stats, and I correct me if I'm wrong. Are you the only club to supplying footballers and hurlers to the county teams? I think that's what I'm <laughs> claim. That's what I'm claiming at the moment, and I I, I stand to be corrected. We right. we we are supplying, and we're very proud of that yeah. because we love our hurling and we love our football in Bagnastown Gales and we start very young there and we have four on the panel for uh, the hurling today and we have four on the panel for the football tomorrow so I wish um, both teams well but particularly our contingent I wish them well now you know what listeners are like there's a text going to come in now 283-306-9696 someone is going to text some Palatine and say Conor Lawler plays for Pal we supply lads for the football team and the hurling team as well but uh, he plays hurling for Carlotown well correct so that's the difference <laughs> okay well George you're looking forward to, look at we, we all talk about the Offaly match and all but you've seen the progress over the last number of months and I know the Walsh Cup wasn't or the Keogh Cup wasn't the fantastic but we've spoken about this to different pundits and Jerry and Jim and all the lads with Robbie and Shane over the weeks you know Tom plotted this from a long way out as the pinnacle was to win the John McDonough it's won we're in bonus territory now the Dubs come to town you're in a shoot man to Carlo many many times you're involved with a great club what's your good feeling for this evening? Well my good feeling for this evening is I congratulate Tom I happened to be on the interview board when he, he was appointed to this position and uh, he always impressed me i very impressed with the way he does his work very impressed with the way that uh, he speaks to his players and so on and I'm very impressed with his organisational skills so many congratulations to Tom he's certainly um, after doing what he said he was going to do and, and uh, you know I, I think it has a great effect and you know I, I, I've been a primary school teacher all my life and I, I don't know whether anybody realises the effect that this particular bit of success has had on the children of the county and I mean you'll see them there again today and this will have a far-reaching effect and we should be making hay while the sun shines and I'm glad to see that we're doing that. Yeah the older members of the community would say that I think I said it here the other night my own father always says that Carla won't be successful in hurling unless Baglandstown comes back strong it's the same with Tulla I know the, the, the surrounding area of Tulla you have the lads the Radville lads and the Kilbride yes. lads and all, all so we need everybody in Carlow it's a small county so collectively everybody's work together but for a small pick they're really punching above uh, their weight uh, absolutely they? and they deserve all the support to get and I hope there's a huge crowd and if anybody hasn't gotten their tickets go and get them and come because it's going to be a fantastic occasion, occasion yeah. in Carlo. and we don't often have these type of occasions and it certainly augurs well for the future because the this kind of a situation does impress the youth coming on and uh, in our own club you know if you don't Molinoige it doesn't come forward yeah. and uh, I think th uh, to see so many youngsters going around with their hurlies around Bagnallstown and I'm sure in all the other areas um, that you know it's bound to have an effect later on it and uh, you know I, I, I particularly when I'm talking in public here I thank the mammies and the daddies and so on for all the troubles that are coming my own three grandchildren are coming to the game today and yeah, yeah, one of them will go to Belfast tomorrow as well right. so uh, it, it's a huge a huge thing and uh, you know on, on behalf of my own club I would like to maybe thank uh, the members of the panel like the Joe McDonough has visited our club and indeed many of the schools and so on and so forth and I think I thank the panel for that for taking their time because I think they've realised the effect that this is having on our county um, you know I'm hoping for success today I'm, I mean I don't think this it's is terrific, it? I, I, don't, I don't think this is just going to be a, a day uh, just for a show or anything like that I, I think if I was in the Dublin and Jersey today I'd be quite nervous coming to Carlow and uh, 
um, you know, our lads hurled extremely well. They've gotten a chance now to recover. They didn't the last time they won the Joe McDonough, they didn't get a chance to recover. They're a fine bunch of fellas, very skillful. They play a brilliant game of hurling. Great style, and, yeah. And, and they all love it, which yeah. is great. And we all love it. Yeah, and, we, and we all love it. Yes, yeah. we do. Yeah, so. so it's a massive weekend, George. It's uh, a massive weekend. You're heading up earlier because you're involved with the county board as well. <laughs> I'm trying to do a bit of stewarding, so I'm going to appeal to everybody to please have sympathy to the stewards. We're only trying to do a job. I see you have Bagless, so those number one steward behind you. Uh, we, ha- we, yeah. we have, like, he's my minder for today, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he no one is. would know that fella, for God's sake. Paddy Kiley. As chairperson of Bagless and Gales, I couldn't be prouder, and uh, our club is going well. Now, it is a challenge to be involved in any club with all the various things, no matter what club you're involved in, but it's surely a challenge uh, for to, to be a dual club. And I have my own thoughts on dual players and dual clubs. And, uh, you know, I think we should try the dual players system now and again too, you know? And George, you, you mentioned there, just to pick on, up on something that you mentioned to Brendan, the fact that you were on the interview board when Tom Mullally was actually appointed Carlo manager. Well, I just threw that in to say... Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Well, I just wanted to pick up on it because... What was it that you seen in Tom Mullally that made you think he was the right man to bring the Carlo Senior Hurlers forward? Well, I think his love of the game, which is the big thing. His enthusiasm for the game. And it was quite plain as well that the man had a passion and he was a, he's an organiser. And, you know, I was saying that if he can impress the people who were interviewing him, surely that will follow on in impress players and he has done that and I congratulate him entirely for that and he's gotten a great backroom team together and uh, you know obviously he's a brilliant man manager as well as a good coach and when you when a point, an appointment like that is being made for yourself again involved in that process in terms of the interviews yes. for the candidates what are you looking for in terms of are you looking for a plan that's put in place short term long term are you just looking immediately that we have to go and win the Joe McDonough Cup is, is it that simple or, or is there kind of no, broader than that you can't be that simple when you're dealing with a county like Carlow you're looking for, yeah. towards the future you know and uh, you, there isn't a button to be pressed by any one individual and you're looking for maybe a long term plan but above all you're looking for somebody that has the same type of passion yeah. as I have and as many of the, the chairman of the county board uh, the executive of the county board you're looking for somebody that has the same kind of passion as we have um, we're proud Carla people all of us uh, and uh, you know we want Carla to do well and uh, yeah. I just, we just have a text message coming into our, our dinner ready text or whatsapp line here um, ask George how did Eddie Scanny get the job for hurling <laughs> and football <laughs> Four calls now, George. That's well, a bit much. Well, well, I look at. I, 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 I know. I know it's a joke um, um, uh, about our club. I think we're a full club. Any club yeah. that does not promote hurling and football, well. They're only a half club, really. Uh, so, Eddie Scally is a full manager. That's the way I'd put it. Like, he's not a half manager, he's a full uh, manager. A very good manager, so, of course. And very good. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and he's, he's creating his own uh, impression on our club. And we're very proud to have him with us yeah. as well. Brilliant manager. We know him well here in KCLR, of course. One man that created an impression just before we go to the ad break, George, was Tom Mullally. We were chatting about him there. He's done an awful lot for Carlo Hurland. But yes. is the fact that he's embraced Carlo has that endeared him to the people in the county? Oh, no question about it. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's obviously a passionate Carla person. And he's carried out. Uh, I mean, anybody who, who gets a job and carries out what they say and what they hope they'll do, sure, 
that's a success over that's it like and i think we owe him a lot uh, fair play and if he's listening tom uh, you certainly have my admiration anyway perfect you know? stuff and you have our admiration yeah. george darcy banging the sound girls thanks ever so much for chatting to us today we'll be back straight after this ad break KCLR Live Sport. Live on KCLR for scoreline.ie, the Carlow versus Dublin preview show. With thanks to Ready's of Carlow, food served all day, every day. Ready'sCarlow.ie and Facebook. Yes, indeed. I'd like to thank Tom, the general manager, and all his staff for a great afternoon. George, before we let you off, enjoy Netwatch Cullen Park this evening. Enjoy Belfast tomorrow. Massive, massive occasion for Carlow. Uh, a massive occasion. A massive occasion for Carlo, yes, and uh, I certainly will enjoy it. I'm a former footballer for Carlo. I put my efforts into promoting the game, particularly among the youngsters. And while I'm here, I'd just like to say hello to all, uh, particularly our juveniles in Bagnastown Gales. You know, keep up the good work. We're doing all right. You're in the fella for two well, final finals. Two aren't finals you? in the fella, yeah. yeah. Um, two finals in the fella, yeah. We're heading off next week to hurling and the following week to football. So. Uh, and you're maybe on a personal note, I'd like to say hello to my three grandchildren and make sure you get your car colours out now and we'll see you maybe later up in Netwatch Cullen Park. Okay, and well, finally, last thing yeah. I'm going to say, thanks to you, Brendan, and to CK, or KCLR for all the work to do because, you know, uh, you, you, you do add a bit of enthusiasm to the game. And uh, I know there's lots of people all over our county who can't get the matches and they love uh, your enthusiasm on, on, um, on the radio. So well done on that as well. And and of course, the Reddy's here. And then lastly, just to our own county board, they don't get uh, much credit. They often get criticised, but I'd like to congratulate them on the wonderful job that they're doing at the moment. And everybody should support them as best they can, whenever they can. OK, we've a message asking what time Netwatch Cullen Park gates open. I'd say it'll be open before 4 o'clock. Shortly, because before, a, shortly before 4 o'clock. Yeah, because yeah, there's a pop-up right. shop at 4 o'clock. Paddy Kiley, before we let you go, we can't let you into Reddy's without having a quick word with you. Bagnallstown's most famous man, I suppose. Paddy, you're looking forward to today. It's been a great year for Carlo football and hurling so far. And you'll be hoping for a great outcome tonight. But uh, all in all, a great day for Carlovian all over the world. Great day for Carlo, great day for the county, the people of the county and also like the chairman said there George for the young people you know there's people coming up in Bagnestown and it's sure around the county that never seen success like we're having at the moment now that's no disrespect to the to the people teams pass, yeah. that went, went before they had it but in the modern era where it's yourself Belting it out every weekend on the radio. And it's the easy belting out when you've good teams to belt it out for. Well, sure, that's it. But it's, it's a brilliant occasion, brilliant occasion for Carlo people, Bagnestown people, all around, round the world, the whole world. They're all tuning in now. And Kilkenny pulled it out of fire last week as well. Kilkenny did, Jack. Kilkenny pulled it out of fire. Last minute Killian, job. But Killian Buckley, <laughs> one of the cats of someone in Reddy's. Every time. But uh, yeah, we did. We pulled it out of fire and... Uh, Sure, look, at, we'll, we'll rock on from there. We certainly will. Well, Paddy, enjoy the game this evening. George, George is injury's minder today, so I hope you look after George fairly well. And we might see you in Belfast tomorrow as well. It's, it's a full-time job looking after What's George. That? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks a million for joining us. Robbie, we're heading towards the end of the first hour. That's been entertaining. Don't forget, Mick Cavanaugh's coming up to be singing with us in the second half. And immediately after the news at 3 o'clock, we'll have Carlo, former dual star, better known as the legend James Hickey to have a few words with us here uh, a man that played under Thomas Mullally with Mount Leinster Rangers on their great run in 2013-2014 so that'll all be happening after the news Robbie so I'll let you take it up to the to the break at the news there but an entertaining first half and lots of great people we've been talking to there in Reddy's which is a fantastic venue for this OB yeah beautiful venue and we will be back at Reddy's right after the news at 3 o'clock with lots more still to come on our big build up to Carlo versus Dublin 
KCLR Live Sport. Live on KCLR for scoreline.ie, the Carlo versus Dublin preview show. With thanks to Ready's of Carlo, food served all day, every day. Ready'sCarlo.ie and Facebook. Welcome back to Ready's of Carlo here for the second hour of our preview show in the big build-up to the All-Ireland Preliminary Quarter-Final. Now, the man that joins me on stage at the moment, he's looking as fit, probably fitter than when he played for Mount Leinster Rangers and Carlo's James Hickey. James, you're a dual star from the past. You're a man that knows a lot about Carlo hurling in particular. Carlo football, I've seen you playing in every stadium in the country with the footballers and the hurlers. But I'm going to go back to Mount Leinster Rangers. Great run, the All-Ireland Intermediate. Come back to an All-Ireland Final the following year at senior level. And the man in charge was Tom Malally. So now we've been asking people today what can Carlo bring to the table tonight against Dublin? You know Tom Malally better than anybody. You know the AIB bank managers well too because you got on that famous ad on RT television shouting and roaring in the dressing room. So let's give us a few secrets of what Tom Malally is capable of doing this evening. Um, yeah well first good to be here and, and thanks for having me. Um, Tommy I suppose I suppose if anybody studies Tommy's CV it makes for great reading and you wouldn't flash over in a second, you'd be a while reading it. Um, championships in Kilkenny, Wexford, Carlow, all earning titles in Carlow, all earning titles in Kildare. Um, he's just a great hurling man, you know, um, and he doesn't take any BS, you know, you're either in or you're out. Um, and it doesn't matter what he has to work with, he'll work with him. And if you think you're good and you can swan in and out, there's none of that. Um, he instills belief, uh, a calmness, very strategic. Um, yeah, he's just he's just a great person, you know. And um, I suppose the big thing he has is he creates a connection with the players. Like I know, and I've often said it, if if he rang that team that he was had from 2006 to 2014, which is probably unheard of for a club manager, that you know length of time. If he texted all us tonight and said, right lads, meet us at the nine stones at nine o'clock, they'd all be there. And if he said to run to the top of it, they'd all run to it for him because that's the kind of the connection he left, you know. He was very much, you hear the Alex Ferguson, you know, the father figure. He, he was the father figure, yeah. the ultimate. And, you know, that's not blown. But he's working with a great team at the moment, James. You, you, you were very impressed with Carlo in Croke Park. You taught, I mentioned you, I quoted you earlier on, you thought that was possibly the best ever from a Carlo hurling team. Oh yeah, the best I've ever seen, without a doubt. And like I've seen my father winning an All-Ireland P in 92 or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, and they played Galway here in the quarter-finals. They did, yeah, yeah. Of matches tonight and gave them a run as well. Yeah, and in the suits. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> Liverpool in 96. But, um, and then our era won Christy Ringan back-to-back. Uh, Jim Green, Kevin Ryan, then the next group came and they won the John Mack in 18 and but over that period the best display I've ever seen over Carlo team was that team in Crow Park in the John Mack final that was everybody that was just a high skillful team able to hurl at a high level and do the simple things right because Tommy will always tell you you know he and he'd often say it is Hurling, yeah, it is a fast game, and everybody looks for the magic formula. But if you can do the basics right at a high level, suddenly everything increases. And, oh yeah, look, it's, it's great times, but today is a massive day for us. Um, I probably wouldn't be like everybody else in saying, seeing it as a must-win game. I'd be more seen today 
like the target at the beginning of the year was to win the draw Mac. Carl were in bonus territory you now they should be hurling with freedom this evening but it's more about the kids and George referenced it with the schools occasion it, yeah like you see Kilkenny Wexford half time in matches it's just spread into them little lads running around the field like it's just and this is what they want and we have to create that in Carlo we see flashes of it and then it goes away and see flashes and it's about getting that consistency and working with the youth you know doing the right things with them and bringing them through so that this won't be every five or six years. This will be consistent year on, year on, year on, building the whole thing. It's a numbers game too, isn't it? Because it's a very small pool. Like up to two years ago, we had four senior teams. Now, thankfully, back to six and pulling from seven clubs in the county, which is an amazing achievement when you look to the success. Mount Leinster Rangers sent Mullins put the Shamrocks in a final only a few years ago. I mentioned a cool, they came down, went with their tail, packing between their legs. Bally Bowden, he sent a packing. Like, Carlo have done well against Dublin clubs. They've done well at under 20 level, not so far back. You know, they're as good, but we just don't have the big numbers. Yeah, Carlo, Carlo won't fear. Um, Carlo definitely won't fear Dublin today. Um, if you let any team get a run on you, they'll run you. But I think that today the crowd, today emotion might get us there. If you get me, like because there's going to be huge emotion in Dr. Cullen today. There'll be a huge crowd. It's going to be carnival atmosphere and. It's going to be a great day to be here, hopefully. Well, I'm going to leave you in the hands of a muckalee man now. He's delighted to be in Carlow today. Robbie Dowling, he's the, that's the angry man now, Jim. You put the face behind the voice on the radio. George Elahi, God rest them all. <laughs> Ireland Club champions, what was it, 80, the Martins, huh? There you are, 19, yeah, yeah 84, 87, no. was it? 85. 85, 85 yeah, yeah. 84 yeah. championship, 85 all Ireland, yeah. James, just to pick up on something that you said there, emotion might get you over the line. From the stands, there's going to be a lot of emotion. On the pitch, from a player's perspective, do you have to try and take that a bit of the sting and emotion out of it, or do you play into that? Yeah, I'd say, a great question. I think that Carlos should be hurling with, and probably will hurl with freedom today, because there's absolutely no pressure on them. Like, you can imagine the pressure on Dublin. Yeah. If they come to Carlow and lose, you know, it'd be seen as a catastrophe. Carlow on the opposite hand, They've had a great success. The last three weeks has been brilliant. Uh, that, that night in Croke Park, this night three weeks ago, was probably the best time I've ever had it as <laughs> a Carlos supporter or player, you know, what went on. But um, I think that uh, I think that there'll be a bit of emotion from the players too. I think Tommy will have him calm, but I think he'll definitely be looking for that little bit of, you know, the Carlo roar, you know, to get the thing going. And... I think it makes this going to be a great spectacle. Yeah, yeah. And everybody, I suppose there's a lot of parallels between that great Mount Leinster Rangers team that you were involved in and this Carlo teams in terms of it feels like they're draining every ounce of energy and doing their absolute utmost every time they get onto that pitch like you did. And we're so successful. This Carlo team has been successful too. How does Tom Mullally do that? Uh, it's, it's like I was saying to Brendan, he just creates a connection with the players. Like, you say it to players as a coach or a manager, you talk about emptying the tank. The night Carlo played awfully in the John Mack final, they emptied the tank. Like there was people coming off legless. Like you look at Kilkenny and Galway last Sunday in the last 20 seconds, and I've referenced this to a few people during the week. If you didn't know Hurling and you turned on that game for that last 20 seconds below in the corner, you think these lads didn't know what they were at because the oxygen was gone. Like, there was six or seven of top-class hurlers below in the corner and they weren't even able to get the ball up. It was fumbling around there for 20 seconds because they had emptied the tank. And Carlo were the same in the Joe Mack final. They just emptied the tank. And that's what Tommy instills. You go to your drop. You leave every ounce out there. And that's what Carlo done in the Joe Mack final. 
And for a game like this today, is it all about motivation, desire, application, all those words that we would associate with a Tom Mullally side? Is that what he'll be reinforcing to the panel today? Does he look at it from a tactical perspective at all? Is there a mixture of the two? What sort of uh, pre-match talk and build-up would he have given to this game? Tommy, I would say, and, you know, not to be harping on about Tommy, but Tommy would always give you an Everest, you know? And I think he'll be firmly handing this over to the players today and asking them what's their desire and how high of a mountain they want to scale. And I think this group of players, I think while the last three weeks have been great and look, they had to celebrate it 100%, I think that he'll be firmly, this will be with the players today, he'll be saying, lads, you have an Everest in front of you today, do you want to scale it or are you happy with what you've got? There? And I think like, I, you know, yeah, you leave he, he always left little nuggets with us when, when we were playing under him like I remember the first championship we won and he came in and he held up the dressing room in, or the jersey in the dressing room after the match and said you're no longer representing um, Mount Easter Rangers anymore you're representing Carlo now we won the Leinster final against Owler he held up the jersey and that was maybe eight years later from our first championship win and he said you're no longer representing uh, Carlo now you're representing Leinster you know they were the little nuggets that he put in front of you little red flags you know there's a bigger thing here at play you have to represent this right and he, he commands respect he gets respect and the fruits of that is is littered in Kilkenny, Carlo, Wexford, Kildare so you know great times and the backroom team as well you know he's a great backroom team with him like passionate men with him Christy Keeley uh, being his right hand man everywhere he goes Pat Mosey Murphy is saying Mullins um, he's, he brings in good people with him so you know he, he only surrounds himself with good people You were involved in teams where as I said possibly from the outside looking in a lot of people would have described it as overachieving incredible results incredible titles won county titles Leinster titles All-Ireland Intermediate of course and making the All-Ireland Final famously as well with Mount Leinster Rangers from a player's perspective, do you feel any pressure at all when you maybe have that slight underdog tag? Are you just embracing a game like this completely if you're a Carlo player today? what Could you give us a bit of an insight into an individual player ahead of today's game? Yeah, um, another good question. Um, I think that uh, as a player, I think where we always, you know, maybe had a fear factor of where you came from and you know because maybe the history wasn't there to support it his attitude to that would be history doesn't matter history is for the past yeah you know it's all about the present and what you do in the present into the future then that will be the history that people will get to look back on and, and people will you know get to judge but um yeah i think i think that's basically what tommy what tommy does you know yeah and that's what Tommy does, but just for Carlo today, I know you had mentioned that maybe, David, look, they've had an incredible season, irrespective of what happens for the remainder of the summer and the remainder of the championship. But what would a performance, more so than a win, mean for the people of Carlo? To back up that Joe McDonough Cup final victory and to know that these players, every time they go on to that pitch, that they're going to just absolutely embrace the whole thing and apply themselves as best as possible, irrespective of what happened in the past, whether that be success or otherwise. Yeah, I think this year probably, I think Tommy and the management team laid out a stall at the end of the year or the beginning of the year and, you know, their stall was to win the Joe Mack. That wasn't public knowledge. If you were looking at Carlo in the league or, or the Kyo Cup, you'd be thinking to yourselves, you know, what's going on up there? But inside they were firmly focused on, on the Joe Mac and they ended up winning it. But if you're talking about consistency, like 
they're the only unbeaten team in Ireland left in the championship they've won the draw Mac unbeaten so deservedly so they've beaten awfully twice and they've beaten they've, they're undefeated through the draw Mac um, today performance wise I think the performance I think the performance will come today I, I think it will be there yeah. um, you're obviously playing a team in their development I know whereas they might have a new manager Michal Donoghue who won the All-Ireland with Galway they still have um, in their development that group of players there hasn't been many retirements um, they're a bit farther down the line but I think from a Carlo performance wise I think I think the performance will come I think yeah. we have the hurlers as we said about the draw Mac final they're able to hurl at a high level they're able to hurl at speed they're able to do the right things they're able to make the right judgement calls at the right time like if you look at the draw Mac final awfully thought to put the ball over the bar say from way out and they drove a lot of wides but Carlo working it into their high percentage scoring range was 55 yards in and if you look back on the match that's where you know they very rarely shot from outside there and I think as you said earlier about the mind and tactically wise that's the way Carlo will be today they know where they're shooting from they know where they're not shooting from they know what they're supposed to do and they know what they're not supposed to do and I think Tommy and the boys today performance wise Barring a total catastrophe, I think the performance will be there today. Whether it's good enough to get us to win or not, can't be sure, because it is a step up. But um, it's another step on the journey to where Carlo Hurland wants to be on a consistent level, you know. Well, James, thanks for stopping by today. An absolute pleasure to get your insight and uh, enjoy the match later on. Yeah, thanks very much. Thank Perfect you. Up. That's former Mount Leinster Rangers man, James Hickey there. Just before we go to a break, we do have a message in. Hi, Robbie, can you please give a big shout-out to Connor Horselawler and all the Carlo team and management team today from all the Carlo Town Hurling and Camogie Club. We had a fantastic light last night at our little puckers coaching session with Connor and the Joe McDonough Cup. That's coming in from Padre O'Brien. And, of course, there's a temporary supporter texting in saying that he is rooting for Carlo today despite the fact he's in Tullamore watching his county take on Offaly. We'll have a lot more, including some live music coming up after the break here from Reddy's Baron Carlo. KCLR Live Sport. Live on KCLR for scoreline.ie. The Carlo versus Dublin preview show. With thanks to Reddy's of Carlo. Food served all day, every day. Reddy's Carlo.ie and Facebook. Yes, indeed, it is Reddy's Carlo, and we're live here from Reddy's, as the promo says. Now, I told you it would turn into a party, even though the match is a little over an hour away, and it always turns into a party when Marty Morrissey arrives in Carlo. Thank you. Good evening, Marty. Good evening, Brendan. And I think the main reason you're interested today, because when Carlo win tonight, we're playing Clare in Croke Park next week. Well, to be honest with you, the, the people of Carlo rang me and texted me and they said, look, your man Brendan Hennessy knows nothing about hurling. So, uh, that's true, that's true. So I, I, I need to educate you a small bit now, okay. Brendan, you know what I mean? Uh, no, joking aside, yeah, it's delighted to be here. We're, this is going to be a little feature, plus the highlights of Carlo Dublin tonight on the Saturday game. Brilliant. Uh, which will be on later on tonight. And you know, it isn't often I get to Carlo. I've been to Carlo twice. I was doing the radio last week for uh, Carlo New York. Yes. And didn't I think I'd be here again uh, today, but yeah, the winners of this game, of course, is of great interest to all of, of us Clare people, so I'm glad to have a look at you uh, <laughs> in case we're playing you in the quarter-final, and uh, I certainly think you have a good chance today, by yeah. all accounts. I've had a great year, Carla. Unbe only mm. team unbeaten now, I know it's Joe Mack, but the only team unbeaten in the championship. Well, you know, there's nothing like winning. 
uh, and there's nothing like the experience of playing games in Croke Park. And the fact that you're here at home uh, and that you've, you're unbeaten and you won that amazing game, I wasn't there myself but I heard all about it and looked at the game afterwards, must, has to instill confidence. And I saw Mount Leinster Rangers playing the Leinster Club and I thought, these boys are good like. I mean, they're, they're, James is there. There's James, yes. And, uh, but you were, uh, genuinely, that was, like, there was a standard of hurling there that we'd be very proud of in, let's say, better known hurling counties like my own or Tipperary yeah. or Kilkenny. And I think this is wonderful uh, to see. And I think today there is an opportunity here. Once the lads, you know, focus, settle, don't be too nervous. I think nervous is a good thing. But then let it rip. Tear into it. There's a few Dublin supporters behind you, Marty. They're shaking their heads there. <laughs> well, you know, it's great. You see, these Dublin supporters, when they go beyond Clondalk and they get a nosebleed. <laughs> So, I, I just want to welcome all the dubs. <laughs> Fair play, T. Look at them. They're a bit dizzy there now. Look, you know. But a great night in store. A great night in I, store. I, I can remember, I don't know what year you started doing the TV commentaries, but when Aira O got to the All-Ireland final yes. against O'Donovan Ross in 83, I can still remember, and looking back at the video, you said four or five times in your commentary, remember, ladies and gentlemen, these fellas are from Carlow. You were blown right. away by them. Yeah. So the Mount Leinster Rangers, the St. Mullins, the O'Hanrahans, yeah. all these lads have done that. Now in particular, the Joe McDonough, which is a terrific yeah. tournament. Great the tournament, Talton yeah. Cup is working out to be a tremendous tournament for yeah. teams like Carlow. They're in Antrim tomorrow, heading for a semi-final if they win. Yeah. So, you know, it's great, isn't it? It's, it's, it's yeah, and the correction in all of that is that uh, in 83 I think it was four but don't worry about it like I don't think it's 93 93 yeah 93 sorry Marty 93 I'm oh I love correcting Brendan I, I just I love it we are great friends you wouldn't think it with the slagging I just thought you were a bit older that's all <laughs> <laughs> I remember a rogue and uh, I got above they were a great football team they should have won the All-Ireland now yeah and I don't mind saying that on, on your radio station well we won't mention referees alright we no, just forget about no, that no, no. Right. Skibbereen beat them there <laughs> Skibber it went to a replay in, in Limerick it did. I remember I had only just started uh, I was only freelancing in RT at the time and I suppose coming from Clare and coming from West Clare we won the Munster Club my own crowd Kilmaria Bricken in 2010 we, well we won it twice but I knew what it meant yeah. coming from a less successful County, part yeah. of the country yeah. and it, like we love our football down our way we also love our hurling but football for us is our big passion where I'm from so I could I knew what our old were going through uh, and obviously being in, being a, a Clare man and Playing Clare Minor hurling a small bit and, and uh, Flannins, you know, it, it's, it's, it's GA all the way. Yeah. But I knew what it meant and I know what today would mean if Carlo uh, could get into a Leinster Championship proper. Now they're up against Dublin, who I think are performing really, really well. But look. But I want to correct you now, we are in the Leinster Championship proper next year. Sorry, you're breaking up there now. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> we got there because you wanted to show to correct me live on the radio. I'm not desperate. <laughs> but I know, who you, I know what you mean. Yeah, this yeah. is brilliant. But it's great. It's yeah. great. Oh, absolutely great. And, uh, like, it'll be interesting to see how Tipperary and Offaly do. Well, all of Tipperary are sending word from Tullamore that everyone in Tipperary wants Carlo to win. Yes. There you go. Well, that's a good... Uh, well, look, sorry to, to poor Dubs that have travelled all the way down here to be with us. But, Carlo, um, I do think at home and having won all the, the games... I'm a Joe McDonough Cup and Leinster Championship. You know, you're raising... This is a bigger challenge uh, by, by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, this is a bigger challenge today, you know. Marty, you said you started back to your third or fourth match in 1993. This yeah. is Robbie Dowling. He's fresh to Robbie. He's a great young journalist. He's a young Kilkenny man, a Mukalee man. And he has a question for you about something that's up and coming on TV that you're involved in. Oh, yeah, in. go on. You know, Marty, I know you know Tony Kelly very well, of course, 2013 Hurler of the Year player. But there's a different Tony Kelly that got in touch. 
yeah. stars in the Hurler movie. Yes. That I know you also star in, is that correct? Yeah, well, that Tony Kelly from Waterford thinks he's a legend in his own headline. Yes. But Tony Kelly and Claire is a real legend. And Very I hope, true. I'm sure I'll get a text in a moment from that Tony <laughs> Kelly in Waterford. Yeah, we, we, we did a movie. Uh, well, it's Tony's. It's Tony's, 100%. Hmm. Tony's a great fella, great character, and I, we've become great friends. But it's, it, it, uh, he asked me to play a role. John Kenny of The Unbelievables rang me yeah. on behalf of Tony Kelly. Do you know, would I, would I play a, a role in a new movie? Movie, which and my role is that I'm the kind of the doctor in hurling anonymous like alcohol anonymous we've hurling anonymous and um, the lads come in and they I try and get them back on the track and included in that wonderful list was a fellow called John Milan yeah. from Waterford <laughs> who would never shut up and um, <laughs> so it's, it's it's coming out soon and by yes. I actually somebody said to me that it, it, they really enjoyed it I haven't seen it but it's coming out very soon so yeah and it's all due to Tony Kelly Tony Kelly Tony Kelly Waterford deserves all the credit yeah and our own Shane O'Keefe of the Eastman Productions is actually the one of the geniuses yeah. behind it as well so it is coming out soon as you say this game is coming up soon Marty when it comes to counties, say, like Carlo, who maybe aren't used to the publicity like they get today, is there a different feeling about that from your own perspective than maybe what you get with the likes of a Kilkenny or Galway and other counties that are there more often? What I love about the Carlos and the Longfords and, and, and less successful counties is that the old values are still vibrant. Yeah. By that I mean they're open to talk to the media. We need to promote our games. Yes. Uh, and I said I'd take off my hat for a moment and I'm a GA man, number one, RT number two. And we need to promote our games. We need to meet the stars rather than them sheltered away. Like, uh, I know a lot of us journalists are kind of frustrated that we don't get access to the players like what we used to. When I started first, if James was teaching in Tullow out the road, I would go to a school and I'd be able yeah. to film him into school. We don't do that anymore. Uh, because the managers have have really put their, their, their foot down. I'm not too sure that's a good thing. I think we need to go bring back to the old values. So I love coming with Eamon Taggart, the, the worst cameraman in RTE by stretch, by the way. <laughs> there's, there's, there's nobody else available, that's why we got <laughs> So tonight on RTE in the Sunday game, you'll see color, uh, uh, Carlo Dublin in black and white, uh, with no sound. <laughs> and he's a dub. <laughs> He lives in Wicklow, yeah. He lives in Wicklow, he lives in yeah. Wicklow. But uh, Marty, look, people know you from all Ireland. Final commentaries, the biggest days in sport, you're all over them. Yeah. When you look back on a year of broadcasting, would you look back on days like this with real fondness as well? Oh yeah, oh absolutely. This is what, this is what it's about. This is, this is, I suppose, hardcore, you could almost yeah. say it. This is what makes us all uh, different in the GA. That you can get excitement. We're here with KCLR today doing a live outside broadcast with my buddy Brendan and you and, and James and everybody else. That's, that's what it means. It resonates with everybody. I mean, Croke Park, I love Croke Park yeah. and it's a privilege to be there. But like today in Dr. Cullen Park, that's what it's about. The dream that Carlo Hurlers can come through the Joe McDonough Cup and maybe beat a, an up-and-coming strong team like Dublin and maybe make a quarter-final against Clare. Yeah, and we're talking a lot about the things on the outside of the match which really bring great colour mm. and a vibrancy to it. But the match itself, how do you actually see it going today? I, I, to be honest, I really think this is, I think Carlo, I think right now I think you'd have to say Dublin will win this, right? Yeah. That having been said, I think Carlo have a great chance. And I think they've, they've got to do the basics. Like, if I can use this analogy, Clare beat the All-Ireland champions once this year. And 
we've kind of learned from our neighbours, your neighbours down the road from Kilkenny, the basics of hurling is hooking, blocking, chasing, all those skills of hurling. And that's what, that's what Carlo have to do today against Dublin. They've got to hook, they've got to block. If you give any team freedom of space, you're on the way out, let's be honest. So. You're drawing the Clare crowd now. Maureen Kelly, your neighbour from Kelly, County Clare, is there. Yeah, give Maureen a Hello, nice big Maureen. cheer from Marty's Village in the County of Clare. Mother of the famous Brian. Maureen. Maureen, we're from the same village of Mullock, where only good-looking people come from, Maureen, obviously. <laughs> we play football, we play hurling. It is the home of everything, really. Yeah. You're very lucky to have Maureen. I know that. She's a yeah. neighbour of mine. And you never seen Gus Kelly playing football, by the way. He no. was supposed to be outstanding. That's why no. Maureen stayed in Carlow. <laughs> Well, anyway, good to see you, my dear. Maury, are you delighted to see Marty and Carlo? I absolutely am. Why wouldn't I? Yep. I'd say there's somebody that he's lined up for an interview for the Saturday game after being crossed off the list, and I'd say you're in pole position for an interview in RTE tonight. <laughs> well, it's Maureen. great to see you. Yeah. Maureen, you're much. the only thing that's going to be on the Saturday game tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Brendan Hennessy and the lads are not going to be, I can tell you. Marty, before we let you go, is it yourself yeah. tonight or Damien on the Saturday game? It was Damien. Damien's Damien, Damien I'm, I'm down here, yeah. So just to tell the Carlo people and the Dublin people tonight, we can expect to see... You can see Carlo Dublin tonight, please God, on the Saturday game. I think it's half nine on RT2. Yeah, half nine RT2. It'll be in black and white. No commentary. <laughs> uh, starring Maureen O'Brien uh, at the first half, half time and second half. Okay. Just Maureen, my neighbour. And you'll see a few little clips about it about Carlo Town today in the county. Yes, Mick's yes, Kevin is singing and the whole shebang. Oh, yeah, Mick, Mick, Mick will be singing. Mick has already done his bit. Yes, he was on up for yeah. the match last year as well with the Kerry lads. He was well, living Mick, in This is an upgrade, if I can tell you. Now, you're gone from, <laughs> you're gone from uh, up for the match. And yeah, okay, Eamon, I'm going now. Eamon Taggart is getting impatient. Eamon get impatient. The yeah. traffic in Wicklow will be very bad yeah, on his yeah. way back, yeah. Well, yeah. listen, Marty, it's a joy and a pleasure to have you, you in Carlow tonight. And well you. done on all your terrific work with the Thank GAA. You. And I know you were born in New York and you were here last week to see New York. I have to correct you again, Brendan. Well, you're not. Becoming, uh, no. You were born in Mallow. I was born in Mallow. In Cork. He's a Cork man. But I was, <laughs> I, was thinking, I was thinking of my late great friend Jimmy McGee. But too much information. But yeah. I'm, I'm, anyway, my, my mother got pregnant in New York. Right. <laughs> 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 the uh, Marty Morrissey CKR Radio is incredible. Ma Marty Morrissey will be appearing at cut, the cut, cut, cut. He will his next appearance is at the Cat Laughs Comedy Festival in Kilkenny. <laughs> Listen, will you give a huge big cheer for the one and only Marty Morrissey? Thank you. Thanks, Thank Marty. You. Thank you. Thanks, Marty. Now, we have a few more people to talk to. We've uh, Matty Kyo from St Mullins, Pat Ahern is here, Carlow County Board, and Manda's fantastic work. And thanks to Eamon and Marty here. Artie, don't forget, the Saturday game tonight, it will be fantastic. So once again, a big thank you to Marty. And we'll be winding down here in the preview show from Reddy's as we go to the break. Back with a few more guests, and then we're all heading for Netwatch Cullen Park with the preview starting at half four with former Carlow great Edward Cody. Let's take a break. KCLR Live Sport. Live on KCLR for scoreline.ie, the Carlo versus Dublin preview show. With thanks to Ready's of Carlo, food served all day, every day. Ready'sCarlo.ie and Facebook. Yes, welcome back to our special preview show here from Ready's in Carlo. You just heard from one legend of broadcasting, Marty Morrissey. I'm joined by another legend, oh, but a legend of photography, Pat O'Hearn. Uh, and you are a legend, Pat. Pat many people across Carlow, Kilkenny and even beyond again would know of you but just for our listeners maybe that don't know you're the man behind the photographs aren't you? I am, I take uh, Cara G asked me last year to come along and take some photographs at some of their matches so I've been very privileged and lucky to have followed all the Carlow teams from minor up to senior uh, this year and last year and I'm really really enjoying it and you know sometimes we get the odd good one Yeah. I was just going to say 
you must have got a whole host of incredible photographs this year when you can consider the run that this hurling team has gone on particularly but also the footballers yeah the footballers the hurlers St Mullins in Crow Park uh, but especially the hurlers I mean you know they've taken our breath away really and uh, I've been very privileged to have been there at most of the games and uh, yeah I've got some f fantastic shots yeah uh, some lads catching the high ball there's a little fella there corner forward there from well not so little uh, from, from uh, St Mullins and he's got a couple of good ones yes. for St Mullins one, for or County. one or two yeah yeah that's just there, some of them, that you'd be looking to get. Yeah, I focus on the forwards, to be honest. Sometimes the backs and the goalkeepers give out to me for not really focusing on right. them. But you're there to try and get the goal and, yeah. uh, and the celebration afterwards, yeah. Is there one particular photograph that stands out above all else this year, Pat? Um, there isn't really. No. no, I suppose for me, it's a team photograph. Uh, and I get those at the start of the game and I've had great cooperation from all the team managers for all our county teams and you know especially the footballers and of course the hurlers getting those team photographs to start before matches is, for me is the prize one because you've everybody involved at that stage you know um, and looking forward later on maybe to getting a you know a McDonough Cup one with everybody the management everybody that's been involved in that success maybe later on in the year yeah what has it meant to you and to Carroll supporters to see this hurling team success it has meant everything it's very hard to put into words really um you know i mean you know when you're following hurling like for so long and i'm well into my 60s now at this age and you're following it from the time you're quite small until now you just kind of realize you know it's been very emotional it's been sensational uh, and the team has progressed from game to game to game and that's what I have really admired about Tom Lally and his team this year is you know the, the actual improvement in the team play and in the score getting and everything else so that's what I'm really enjoying just as, as somebody through the lens watching all, all that's going on yeah literally through the lens from your perspective yeah we mentioned earlier in the show first round of the league in this very stadium that we're going to be broadcasting from yes. very shortly 25 points to 11 defeat to Kildare. A yeah. lot of Carlo supporters at that point, and even people looking beyond the county, would have said, looking like it's going to be a tough year for Carlo. Did you foresee this at all? I think I did, because knowing Tom Mullally from the sidelines and watching his work with so many different teams, with Nace and Kildare, and also with Rangers in the past, you just know that the man, plus the, the legends that he has with him, Chris Keeley, Pat Murphy, and, and, and all the rest of the guys, you just knew that they were plotting and planning for a long season ahead, and you just knew that their focus was on the McDonald. So, early games was trying out different things, trying out different players, and, you know, in the end of it all, we got the result that we required a couple of weeks ago now. And so, you know, I think the break uh, from you know from the McDonough uh, until now is going to prove uh, you know a, a fortuitous thing for us this evening it's going to be the key factor which you know previous winners of the Joe McDonough in the last couple of years haven't had and I think that's going to be the key thing because our guys were able to celebrate properly uh, were able to bring the trophy to their clubs and so on schools and so on but they're ready and they're focused and they're I think really just primed to go this evening that was something I was going to pick up on because Carlo won the Joe McDonough Cup back in 2018 I think it was one week if not six days later they were out again against Limerick Limerick yeah two weeks you would say is a good length but is three weeks the sweet spot three weeks is perfect three weeks is perfect for our you know a for, first of all you have you need to celebrate these things yeah because it might only come across it might only be once or twice in your lifetime and after all of the work that's put in people need to be able to sit back and relax and enjoy the, the occasion and the celebration that go with it but then that but there's a come down from that and then the focus is is literally on the next challenge which is this evening against the dubs and uh, i think three weeks is perfect and look fair play 
especially G. A lot of people give out about fixtures and the glut of them and the rest of it, but it has really suited awfully in ourselves, you know, and we, we can give of our very, very best this evening. That's, that's the plan, that's the hope. And just to get an insight from a photographer's perspective, yeah. for today, Pat, say it's a close game like the Joe McDonough Cup final, yeah. and nobody will ever see the shots you didn't get, but yeah. is there a bit of pressure on near the end of a game if it's tight? Are you looking for that perfect shot? Could you give us uh, some kind of get into your mindset? Well, you know, for me, I, I, I got a fairly long lens, so I need to be in the corner of the field, like not really in the middle of the field, and you're just waiting for the right ball to be played into the right player and for just the space to open up and for you to catch that player with hopefully a dubs fella tailing behind or trailing behind, <laughs> yeah. stretching and reaching, and our guy taking the shot. Uh, that's what you're hoping to get. You're hoping to get the ball in focus in particular and get the swing of that hurl, you know, and capture that special moment. Yeah. Very special in terms of the supporters that were in Crow Park. The colour they brought for that Joe yeah. McDonough Cup final was like nothing really I think we have seen yeah. from a Carlo perspective for a long time, if ever, really. Yeah. There'll be great colour again this evening. Will you be concentrating on them this evening, for example? I will. I'll take some shots of, you know, the people, that the fans that are there. Like when you're in Crow Park, you're not supposed to take any shots as a photographer, uh, not supposed to. But here in, in Atkiller Park, it's a different thing. And uh, yeah, I mean, I know most of the support, a lot of the supporters, the, the age-old supporters that have been here for a long time. And uh, it's nice to get those with their families and, and the rest of it as well. And especially after the match, you know, when the, when the players and their families come along to meet together, we like to get those ones as well. How do you see the game going tonight, Pat? You've been there for all of this. Do you think I'm, I'm very hopeful. I'm, I'm very hopeful. I think our backs are, have been have proved very strong. I like the way that they, they use the ball so well. I like the way that they don't waste the ball. They try and give as good a ball as is possible. And I think we have the forwards to trouble the Dubs backs. Um, they have a young fellow playing in the wing back. He's only 20. Uh, the Dubs team in general, there's only about four of them that are over 25. So I think they're quite young. Even though they have under 21 and under 20 and Leinster minor medals, I think we have a lot of experience and we can we can match them in an awful lot of facets. So I'm very hopeful that we put in a very, very good performance and we might sneak a win. What would a win mean for Carlo? Oh, everything. Yeah. Just everything. I mean, <coughs> I suppose, um, you know, to just, like, you know, people say, ask the McDonough, but it's more than that. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. And now we're in it next year, for real, but today is a chance for us to, you need to show her, like, again this evening, you know. So I think we can do very, very well, and please God, we will. Yeah, and Pat, just before I let you go, where can people see the pictures that you take from today's um, game? They'll be on uh, Carlo GA Twitter, Carlo uh, uh, Facebook, on my own page, and I have my own website, pataherndphotography.com uh, as well, so people can see all the photographs on those. Good stuff, Pat Ahern, Carlo GA, thanks ever so Thank much you. for take speaking care. to us today. Now, I do have to say thanks a million to Pat for chatting to me. Um, Basically, everybody's <laughs> left Reddy's pub because uh, they're all out with Marty Morrissey. I obviously don't have a similar level of star power, but nevertheless, here we are. Uh, looking to get some Mick Cavanagh here ready to sing, and hopefully he is soon enough. Of course, there is one famous song. You might know of it. Follow me up to Carlo. We've already had a bit of a sing-song here today, but we're hoping that Mick now can get behind his guitar and sing a song, and hopefully whoever's left here in Reddy's uh, will get behind as well. So here is Mick Cavanagh with Follow Me Up to Carlo on KCLR. Again. All right. And if a car oak your face, brooding out the own disgrace, the black Fitzwilliam stormed your face, drove you to the firm, race at victory was sure, soon the firebrand heat secure until they met the Garmanor, big peculiar burn. Curse it's spared, Arkel there, Fink will do what Fink will dare, Now Fitzwilliam have a care, fall amid your star, oh, 
up at Talbert, I'm with sword. I'm me for by the Lord. Big BQ was given a word. Follow me up to Carra. See the shores of Kenny Bell. Flashing o'er the English pale. See all the children of the gale beneath the burns banners. Roosters of a fighting stock. Woodshell and a Saxon cock brought upon an Irish rock. Fly up and teach her manners. Curses swear nor kill there. Freak will do what freak will dare. Thou fits real if have a care. Follow me to star law. Up in Talbert, down with sword. I'm me go for by the Lord. Big BQ was given the word. Follow me up to Carlo. From the Sager to the Moor, the flows of stream, the Saxon gore. Great as Rory Ogamore, ascend and lose the Hades. White as sick and grey as fed. Now for Black Fitzgerald's head, we'd send it over dripping red. Eliza and her ladies, curse and swear, Lord Kildare. Freak will do what freak will dare. Now Fitzgerald, have a care. Fall him as your star, oh. Up with Talbert, down with sword. I'm big offer by the Lord. Big BQ was given the word. Follow me up to Carlo. Curse and swear, Lord Kildare. Big will do what big will dare. Now Fitzwilliam, have a care. Follow me to Starlo. Up with Talbert, down with sword. I'm big offer by the Lord. Big BQ was given the word. Follow me up to Carlo. Follow me up to Carlo. Follow me up to Carlo. Mick Kavanagh, brilliant stuff. Mick, brilliant song there. Looking forward to the game today? Yeah, I'm surely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's brilliant for the people of Carlo, isn't it? Fantastic. I have to say, the hurlers there on the television a few weeks ago were, were brilliant. And uh, in, now, I'm, I was just 67 there last week, and in my lifetime, I'd never seen a Carlo team playing with the spirit that they did in Croke Park. Outstanding. You know, it's passing through the whole lot. I mean, you can't get a kid's jersey down the town. It's great, it's fantastic, and the following to have, they're expecting around 10,000 today, so hopefully everybody will be there and shouting for Carlo and shout down the dubs big time. You know. Have you ever seen it like this before? Never, never. Uh, and I'm going back to the Euro years, and, uh, and I'd be a staunch Carlo fan, big time, you know. Euro and Carlo, big time, you know. So uh, I think it's fantastic for the county, brilliant. And what does it mean for the entire county, not just for people that have followed it their I whole life for, like you, but for the kids too? I think for the kids, the young people coming up, uh, it'll give them, as the man from Bagnallstown, the chairman of Bagnallstown said earlier on, for the kids coming up, it's going to be fantastic, fabulous. You know, they, they'll get the, they see the hurlers there today, they'll get encouragement and everyone them want to play hurling, you know. So it's great for a county that's only got four or five clubs, you know, to see them like, I mean, want to see the... The hurling coming on in Carlow Town now as well. They've lost interest a bit, so we, we need Carlow Town to improve now and uh, get up the same standard as Mount Leinster Rangers and the rest of them there, you know. So uh, that's, I think it's fantastic for the county. Brilliant. Brilliant stuff. Well, thanks for the moment, Mick. Hopefully we will be back to you very shortly. But just before we hit the ad break, all this week in with thanks to the team at Carlow Lawnmowers and to celebrate Father's Day this coming weekend, we are giving you the chance to win a brand new lawnmower. Worth almost 600 euro, you'll have your lawn under control in no time. Better again, if you need the home pitch cut in the summer, weather that is. And the lawnmower is going to Carlow's own Jimmy Nolan. So big congrats to Jimmy. We will be in touch with you through during the week. Now we're going to hit a quick ad break coming up to the news at 4 o'clock. After 4 o'clock we have an interview with Dublin legend Conal Keeney just to get the other side of things because of course for the last two hours or so we have been firmly concentrating on Carlo. But we're going to go hit that ad right about now. 
KCLR Live Sport. Live on KCLR for scoreline.ie, the Carlo versus Dublin preview show. With thanks to Ready's of Carlo, food served all day, every day. Ready's Carlo.ie and Facebook. Yes, welcome back. It is the preview show to the All-Ireland preliminary quarter-final between Carlo and Dublin with a full live commentary of that game in just over an hour at 5 o'clock with our build-up beginning at half past 4. But this is the preview show and as the radio lady said there, it is with thanks to Reddies and we are of course in Reddies and I'm joined by the manager, Tom. Tom, first of all, um, I mean the vibrancy and the atmosphere around here today has been astonishing really, hasn't it? Yeah, it's great It's great to have everyone around. Um, it's great to have people from Carlo and Dublin, you know, it's a, it's a great match today and listen, it's, it's great to have the atmosphere around. Have you seen a buzz like this for a match in quite some time? Or? No, um, to be honest with you, we'd, we'd really rely on the, the Sunday Carveries and all like that, we'd see a lot of buzz around that, but listen, seeing it, seeing it for the match and seeing everyone coming out to support the teams and all, it's, it's great, so it's, you know, it's great for the town, it's, it's great for ourselves as well, and to have yourselves here as well. And the colour it brings to Reddies as well, we see Dublin jerseys here, we see a lot more Carlo jerseys to say the least, um, it's been brilliant too, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely, absolutely, listen, it's great having them all here, so it is, you know, and as in, like we would want to go Carvery like every day, so we would, and having people come down and join it and seeing that it is isn't, it is like kind of a hidden gem in Carroll, like, you know, so it, it's, it's great to have them all here, so it is. And look, most people in Carlo know what you do, but for people listening in maybe that don't know already, so as you say, it is a hidden gem, what do you do here? Um, well, we do breakfast, lunch, we do a, a Sunday carvery and we do a carvery all, all day, every day as well. Uh, we do an evening menu and um, we actually have a function room upstairs as well that no one really knows about. It's not really utilised as much as we'd like. It's a configuration up to 100 people. We do have weddings and all up there. So, you know, it's great. It's a great little hidden gem up in, up in just over ready, so it is. So. And, and we do have music um, every Saturday and Sunday night. Tom Lawler is always tonight from 9.30. <laughs> and you had Mick Cavanagh during the week there as well and last week as well pulling in the crowds and he sang well here today he's going to be on the telly tonight as well Tom absolutely no it's, it's, it's great to be having him here so it is a, he has a good few gigs here now it is now this year so it is great to have him here and listen local Carlo man and proud Carlo man you're a proud Carlo man yourself you're not from a hurling stronghold Tullow but in fairness they're very sporting on that side of the county as well rugby had a great year this year uh, fantastic and well done to them on that as well oh no it was absolutely great year for them you know like all the lads at Black Gates like they put their heart and soul into it like you know and in fairness to them they, they've done us all proud now this year so the, the ladies the J1s J2s they all done us proud great occasion great to see people in Carlow Reddy's a stronghold in Carlow in the pub business that's known the world over I texted some people in Waterford this morning Kenny great memories of stopping before the motorway but regardless of the motorway we still got lots of visitors to Carlow and still the place to come absolutely yeah no listen uh, it just it prides itself on what it puts out like you know the chefs Pavel our head chef in the kitchen like all our, all our desserts and all are made fresh in, in house like you know the beef we put out like you make sure everything is top quality and listen we're blessed with every single chef in the kitchen all our staff like all our staff to put their heart and souls into it and I think that's why people come back and they know they know themselves when they come to Reddy's it's a family atmosphere that they're going to receive and it's, it's great to be great to have everyone back like every all the time Listen, a pleasure to be here today. I have to say that Hurricane Ham was gorgeous as well, so thanks thanks very much and very best of luck going forward to you and all the staff. Will you give Reddy's a nice big round of applause, folks? They've given us a great pleasure. Thanks very much, Tom. Uh, before we do, get Mick Cavanagh to finish out here. Matty Kyo from St Mullins joins me. Matty's a former Carlow inter-county goalkeeper, great St Mullins player. Matty, it's a mixed day for you, I suppose. You're looking forward to Carlow winning, but the sadness of it is that Connery, your son, was part and parcel of this Joe McDonough team. He's been inspirational with DCU in the Fitzgibbon, but unfortunately, from earlier in the year, the college had planned to go to the States.
Connor has gone on his travels and he misses out on a big occasion but he was there to win the Joe Mack and that in itself was a tremendous occasion for the family Yeah I suppose you know that um, he would be love to be here at this occasion today but you know things have uh, were booked earlier on and he was caught both ways you know but look at it, he sends his best wishes I was speaking to him last night he sends his best wishes and best to look to the team and I'm hoping that they will do very well and have maybe turn over the dubs and uh, you know also we've had a you know a fairly sad week down in yeah. in St Mullins yeah. and uh, you know I know that uh, all the boys will rise to the occasion and uh, win this one for the for Carl, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and all yeah. the family. Yeah, very sad, very sad indeed, Matty. Well, thanks for that. Listen, we're not going to delay you, but we got you on television now, and you're going to be on the Saturday game tonight. Uh, your your prediction for the match before I let you head for Netwatch Cullen Park? Well, I would expect that Carlo is to get it to us from the word go. Don't give Dublin uh, a lead and momentum going. I think they're in with a very good shout, and I wouldn't be surprised. Like you know, it's already people have already said it wouldn't be the first Dublin team that was turned over in Carlo. And if they stick with it for the 70 minutes, it's going to be tough going, both physical and every and, and, and skill. But we have the players, and I think we have the, the strength as well. Okay. And the power. So, who knows? Okay, well, listen, enjoy the game, Matty. It has been a brilliant year. Let's hope it can get a little bit better. And thanks for joining us and ready today. No bother at all. Thanks, Matty. Thanks okay. very much. And regards thanks. everybody in St Mullins. Mick Cavan is going to sing. Before he does sing, uh, we had the Shepherds here earlier. This is Joe, isn't it? Oh, Brendan, you're the father of the Dublin minor captain. Yeah. He's going to be beside us. Now tell us the story with Carlo, because when I was growing up, a man called Edmund McKenna used to always tell me about the best hurler he ever played with or saw was Dickie Shepherd. That was your father. Yeah, that was Doc McKenna, was it? That was the Doc, yeah. Yeah, Dickie Shepherd. Dick was my dad. We lived in Granby Row. Um, we left around 1970. Right. So, uh, we settled in and the rest is history. This, fe this fella's come along, so he's captain of the Dublin Minor team. He was this year, yeah. It's Connor, isn't it? Joe. Joe, Joe. And I have, I have seen your picture on it. We're wrapping up now. We thought we got you You're on the beach. Everywhere you go, you wear the Carlo jersey, Joe, but you haven't worn it this evening. <laughs> no, no Carlo jersey today. <laughs> but you're the Dublin Minor captain. Well done on that. You had a good old run in the championship. Yeah, decent, yeah. Semi final, that's right, yeah. Okay. How do you see it going tonight? I think it'll be a handy win for Dublin. <laughs> well, I can tell you one thing. You'll be wearing a Carlo jersey tomorrow. Uh, listen, and, and thanks very much for that. We'll have a chat with you Watch Cullen Park. To wrap up the show, and a huge thank you, Robbie. Thanks a million. You were thanks absolutely brilliant. outstanding today. And thanks to all our guests for joining us already. To Eddie Hughes, our engineer and on sound. Give him a nice big round of applause. Good man, Eddie. And uh, all the staff here in Reddies and all our guests this afternoon. Marty Morrissey, don't forget the Saturday game tonight. Certainly don't forget the game on KCLR, 5 o'clock. Mick Cavanagh, Carlo singing legend, is going to sing us out here with Follow Me Up to Carlo. We I want to hear you all clapping your hands and we say goodbye from Reddy's. Goodbye, Robbie. Goodbye. Here's Mick. And if the car oaked your face, brooding out the old disgrace, Blackfoot Stream stormed your face, drove you to the firm. A grace said victory was sure, soon the firm and heat secure until they met the Glimador. A fig pecue a burn. Curses where Uncle Lair, fig will do what fig will dare. Blackfoot Stream have a care, fall him your star law. Up with Talbert, on with sword, on me go for by the Lord. Fick McHugh was given the word, follow me up to Carlo. See the shores of Glenny Bell, flashing o'er the English pale. See all the children of the gale beneath the burns banners. Roosters of a fighting stock, woodshell and a Saxon cock, rod upon an Irish rock. Fly up by teacher manners. Curses where Narkel there, Fick will do what Fick will dare. Thou Fitzilip, have a care. Fall image of Starlow, 
up the Talbert on the sword, on me go for by the Lord. Fig BQ was given the word, follow me up to Carlo. Right for the last verse, let me hear those hands out there. Uh, from the Siker to Clamore, the flows are screaming, sacks like gore. Great as Rory Ogamora, ascending loons of headies. White to sick, grey's fed, love for black fitzroon said. We'll send it over, dripping red, to Liza and her ladies. Curses where Lark will dare, Freak will do what Freak will dare. Love fitzroon, him have a care, fall image of Starlow. Up with Talbert, down with sword, I'm big offer by the Lord. Big McHugh was given a word, follow me up to Carlo. Curses where Lark will dare, Freak will do what Freak will dare. Love fitzroon, have a care, fall image of Starlow. Up with Talbert on with sword, I'm me go for by the Lord. Fig BQ was given the word, follow me up to Carlo, follow me up to Carlo, follow me up to Carlo. Carlo Boo! KCLR Live Sport. Live on KCLR for scoreline.ie. The Carlo versus Dublin preview show. With thanks to Ready's of Carlo. Food served all day, every day. Ready's Carlo.ie and Facebook. Welcome back to Ready's. There are not too many more people left here. They're all making their way to Netwatch Cullen Park for a five o'clock throne for the All Ireland preliminary quarter final between Dublin and Carlo. As we've been saying across the afternoon here, with a full live commentary on KCLR with Brendan Hennessy and Terence Kelly from five. We'll be building up to that game with our pre-match build up with former Carlo captain Edward Cody. That's coming up at half past four. He'll be fielding questions from Shane before the match at half time and of course after the match all the way up to just about seven o'clock so it's a big day for Carlo of course also a big day for Dublin and a little bit earlier in the week I caught up with one of their hurling legends Colin Keeney to get the inside track on how the dubs are feeling ahead of today's crucial crucial encounter. And I'm delighted to say that I'm joined by Dublin hurling legend Conal Keeney to look ahead to Saturday's All-Ireland preliminary quarter final between his county Dublin and of course Carlo. A game you can hear live on KCLR from 5pm with our match coverage beginning at half past four. Conal, thanks ever so much for joining me on the show today. How are you first of all? Good, good. Good, good, to, uh, good to speak to you, Robbie. Yeah, it's great to speak to you because uh, it's great to get an insight from somebody from Dublin. How do you feel as though your own county are in terms of preparing for this game? Um, obviously, like I, I'm not in, inside the camp at the minute, but I suppose going on previous uh, years, I was there. Like, um, Dublin were caught once before, you know, in this kind of a round where they played Leash and we were caught probably looking too far down the road. Um, so, like, I, I'm very aware that I've, I've been listening to the people talking about the game coming up and uh, a lot of pundits are disregarding Carlo you know they're just saying oh Dublin will be playing player which is really disrespectful to, to Carlo and I, that gives them a, a, a good edge coming into the game uh, for Dublin I suppose the level of performance that they put in uh, in certain games uh, is encouraging but I suppose the, the manner of the defeat in the last game against Bowie was, uh, was really disappointing you know being up being up by maybe 10, 12 points at one stage and, and not able to hang on is uh, is difficult. So I suppose that'll help kind of focus the minds um, a little bit more coming to the Carlo game where they need to get a, a performance and a performance for the full 70 minutes or 75 minutes. And for Dublin, obviously, 
back in 2019 a lot of Dublin fans listening in will remember that famous feat they had against Leash in a very similar situation where they finished third in the Leinster round robin before being knocked out away from home in a really kind of hostile and vibrant atmosphere in O'Moore Park that day are there any concerns at all from a Dublin perspective that they could fall into a similar trap this time? The fact that there's going to be a large crowd from Carlo, they're coming off the back of such a huge high winning the Joe McDonough Cup. Do Dublin have to be on it right from the start, do you feel? Oh, definitely. Like, you know, uh, Carlo coming in with great confidence and had a great year and, and a great win, win in the McDonough Cup. Like, so that, that gives them huge confidence coming into it. And I suppose... Uh, Dublin's collapse, if you like, you want to call it, will also give uh, Carlo confidence that it doesn't matter, uh, you know, what, where they are at certain stages of the game, that they might feel that Dublin are kind of brittle mentally and, they, and once they're able to shout with maybe 15, 20 minutes to go that Carlo believe that they that they can uh, get one over in Dublin. But look, you have to say that Dublin have, have learned uh, and there's, there's a lot of those guys that were playing in 2019 are still there um, and they're, they're, I'm sure they'll reference that this week and uh, coming into the game that what happened then I suppose what happened then uh, was a number of factors like uh, we had a couple of main lads that were injured and we were trying to rest them with a view to getting over Leash and potentially playing Tipperary um, and we also we didn't uh, factor in I suppose like what you said there the atmosphere down at Omar Park we didn't think it was going to be uh, as many people there we didn't think the atmosphere was going to be as, as it was um, and really we, we were coming off the back of some great performances and we just thought we'd go down perform get a win and let's concentrate on Tipperary but I suppose that, that obviously didn't work <laughs> we got caught but I think that the, you'd have to say that Dublin would need, need to learn from that um, I'm sure the experienced guys there in the, in the panel will, will start talking about that all week and saying you know how dangerous this is for them, um, you know, going down to Carlow and uh, into their home ground, and, and I'm sure it could be absolutely full with all Carlow supporters. And uh, you know, that's going to be difficult enough to, to do. It. But on the other side of it, you know, uh, I suppose Dublin have been playing at a higher level maybe all year to possibly Carlow, and they'd like to think that they can they can get through it. But if they're not on their game, they're they'll, uh, and they're in a dogfight and coming in coming down the stretch, it's going to be very difficult for them. And Conal, I know we're comparing and contrasting kind of that 2019 situation with what's coming up this weekend. But of course, you know, there's a lot of similarities there. But one difference is the fact that in 2019, on that last day in Parnell Park of the Round Robin in Leinster, he actually defeated Galway. It sparked jubilant scenes. And I'm sure the entire panel was on a high after such a such an incredible result for you. And then maybe there was a bit of a come down against Leash. Do you think almost in a strange way, the fact that Dublin threw away a lead in Crow Park the last day against Galway and that game ended in a draw and there was a flatness and a disappointing nature to that result. Do you think that could work in Dublin's favour in terms of them being on it right from the start against Carlo? Well, it's certainly, uh, it's certainly a stick that me, I don't know who I'm sure I was going to use to, to, to beat the lads with. And, um, you know, I suppose coming out of that game, taking the positives, they performed very well for, for maybe 30, 35 minutes and then... Um, you could either say that Galway kind of came into it or, or Dublin uh, let it go, let it slip a little bit. And, and I watched it over again and I think just Dublin made some simple, very simple errors. It wasn't this Galway steamrolled them. They just kept making a couple of errors, couldn't win their, their own puck outs and didn't vary their, their play a bit to, 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 to keep the scoreboard ticking over. So that's the kind of positive they'll probably take from us uh, that, that kind of 30, 35 minutes of a performance. And they're going to say that, you know, it's going to be the very same uh, down in Carlow, if not even harder. Um, with, with a full house down there in the atmosphere so it's, it's vital that Dublin get a good start 
and keep the scoreboard going all the time, whether that's freeze from Donald Burke or, or, or simple scores, tapping it over, not to be going for, for the juggler, for goals and, and for them not to come off and, and to give Car- uh, Carlo any confidence. Um, or any lifts during it, you know, because that's that's key, you know. Any time uh, Dublin are going down there, say, you don't want to give uh, the, the crowd something to cheer about. You don't want to get the crowd on your back um, early, you know. You, you just want to keep get the game going, play at a high, real intensity, and hope that Carlo can't live with that. Much. I suppose, you know, Carlo will argue that they, they, they've been coming in on the back of a, uh, a good, good bit of form. And yes, it's probably not the level that they were at all year, but I'm sure those guys are very confident that, uh, that they're up to Dublin. Con, you were involved with Dublin teams that won a league title, won a Leinster Championship, a real high for the sport in the county. Since kind of 2014-2015, it almost feels like, unfortunately for Dublin maybe, it's taken a step back, haven't been as competitive at the latter stages of the championships like the size that you were involved in, particularly under Anthony Daly were. Can you put your finger on why that is the case and do you feel as though there's something building now to return to that level and maybe even improve on that under a man that's won in All-Ireland with Galway, of course, Michal Donoghue? Yeah, look, I suppose it, it's been talked about a lot. I suppose the, the downward kind of trend that has been happening since maybe since Anthony maybe left or 2013. Um, but look, uh, it's probably a number of factors, I'd say, uh, since 13, 14, 15, 16... Uh, we haven't been getting enough players coming through the young lads really pushing, pushing on um, I don't think the selection of some kind of management at the time kind of helped just didn't suit um, the, the players that were there they, it, it, it seemed to be always a problem with, with the players or the management and that didn't help but that, um, and the players left the players came back there was a lot of, a lot of infighting and stuff like that which doesn't help um, you see any of the successful teams you know they're all one you know and everyone's pulling together and at the Probably initially after after Daly, that didn't happen. Then Matty came in and uh, he tried his best to try and get things together, which which was really good. And just probably were unlucky in a couple of de- a couple of de- defeats that we had. And even though we had ups and downs, consistency is what you need. And, and to be fair, this year Michal has seemed to have brought a different kind of style to it. Um, of hurling that probably Dublin wouldn't be used to playing a lot of the short possessions. And like over the years, Dublin would have been happy to play their championship games at Crow Park, nice and tight, and tight venue. And, but Michal has selected to go to Crow Park a lot of times, uh, which kind of suits his team to be running um, and spraying the ball around. Um, but uh, it's probably going to be a different story then at Carlo. Um, you know, Carlo are going to be really jumping at the bit and um, Dublin aren't on, on, uh, on form or, or, you know, mentally ready for the, for the challenge that's coming because it is a definite uh, massive challenge. Uh, there's no way Carlo are going to just be happy for let Dublin to come down and, and walk all over them. That's, that's certainly not going to be the case. So Dublin have to meet that head on. If Dublin win this game and advance to an All-Ireland quarter-final, that's a third-place finish and obviously a quarter-final berth as well, which would be a huge improvement on last year when they didn't actually get out of Leinster. But would that classify as a successful season for Dublin? Would it be a kind of stepping-stone season to build on from next year? Or do you need more than that if you're involved in Dublin hurling now? Well, look, I I don't know the the ins and outs of what the, the goals and the targets they have for this year, but I suppose... Looking from the outside in, you know, unless Dublin, really in my eyes, get to a, a semi-final, uh, that's, there's no progress as far as I can see. You know, yes, they can perform well and they can take the claps on the backs, but ultimately, I suppose, the position that they were in, they should have been in a Leinster final. Um, they probably would expect to get back to a, a, a quarter-final uh, if that's going to happen um, and have a real crack of, of, of Clare in, in, in the quarter-final, if that's the case. But... 
you know, so with Carlo. Carlo will, will, will love that as well. They'll love the fact that they're a home venue. And against Dublin, they might think that they're, that they're brittle a little bit and have to go at them. And, um, what is success uh, for Dublin Hurling? Look, I think success for Dublin Hurling is, is to start putting in performances back-to-back, you know. Um, more consistency in the, in, in the play, um, more, more, more performances for, for the full, full, full game. You know, Dublin have great hurlers. Um, it's just trying to, get, trying to get them to perform, I suppose, consistently and over 70, 75 minutes. And you see it in the Munster Championship with, with Limerick and Clare. You know, uh, unless you're on your, on your game every day, you're, 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 you're not going to perform and you're not going to uh, get the success you need. So for Dublin to compete, they really need to, to get that consistency, which is difficult. And Dublin have found it hard, I suppose, over the years. But um, I suppose looking in for me, uh, success will be, will, be, will be getting to a semi-final and performing in a semi-final, giving them every chance. Um, um, but look, they're a long way off that at the minute. And uh, I'm sure Michal and the guys aren't looking uh, beyond this weekend uh, against, uh, against Carlo. Yeah, and to get to the semi-final, of course, they will have to beat Carlo on Saturday, as you say. Um, I just want to touch on a couple of other topics that are relevant currently within the hurling world. But before we move on from this game, I'm conscious of the fact that I'm chatting to a man that done the Dublin jersey plenty of times. But how do you actually see the match going on Saturday? Uh, I don't think there'll be a whole lot in it, to be honest. Um, I think, if Dublin, as I said, if Dublin don't come with that fight and, and, uh, and, and that relish that, that, that kind of causing of intensity that, that, that uh, Carlo are going to bring there's no doubt they're going to bring that um, uh, you know they just need to be ready for it and, and if they're not you know it, it's going to be a very difficult afternoon for Dublin but like I suppose ultimately you'd have to say you know Dublin's performances have been up and down yes and I suppose if they get even a performance from, uh, that we had against Galway in the first half that, that would probably be good uh, enough if we can get that for a longer period uh, against Carlo and keep the intensity as high as possible keep the ball moving you don't want to, you know, to be slowing down the game at all you want to try and expose Carlo to probably a level of hurling that they haven't got to uh, possibly this year or haven't, or haven't met really this year which, which can be difficult in, in, in a venue like um, Dr. Cullen Park but you know, that's what they're going to try and do from the word go and keep, keep getting scores keep getting scores keep putting the ball over and don't be taking any um, any pot shots for goals to give uh, Carlo any confidence um, and uh, not to give any cheap frees away to, you know, for, for Carlo to stay in the game um, because if they do that you know, if Carlo are there they're about 15-20 minutes to go uh, Dublin are, are in trouble that's, that's, that's the bottom line and, and Dublin don't want to get to that they want to be have a comfortable enough lead and, um, if possible and, and get, a, get a few early scores on the board You've been very vocal about the whole debate around GA Go and we're speaking about a match that is highly anticipated in Carlo, of course, but also highly anticipated in Dublin. It's not being televised. It's actually not on GA Go either. And we're talking about two counties where people are doing their best to promote the sport, trying to make more visibility for younger people, particularly in children, to attract um, people to hurling in both counties. How disappointing has this season been from your perspective? Because I know you've spoken about it quite a bit. The fact that some of the major games, but now particularly this game, which of course will be close to your heart, isn't going to be televised and is, isn't going to be easily accessible for people that might want to get into hurling. Yeah, look, obviously, like, uh, hurl, like realistically, hurling, is, it, it's, a, it's just a small community, you know. Um, and... Like, Hurling needs Dublin. It needs Carlow. It needs these counties to, to keep the to keep the fight going. And, and how do you do that? You know, 
you expose it to the kids, you expose it to people at home that you know wouldn't be travelling to the game. But you know, it, uh, having the game not on television, uh, it's 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 a, it's a big it's a big blow as far as I can see. You know, like a lot of kids in, in Dublin, and I'm sure Carlo the same. They they love the training, they love hurling, they play it in the school, they, they get coached in school in, in the academies, and the numbers are huge. But yes, ask them to 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 to, to, to say when was the last Dublin game that you've seen. You know, only a handful of lads will put their hand up, but I'm sure probably the same maybe in Carlo. They they need to get exposed to this, these games and to, and, uh, and and to get heroes, to get people that they look up to. And the only way you're doing that is either getting to the games or getting them to view it uh, on, on on TV. And like I said, that's a big it's a big issue. Like yes, of course, we've been seeing the limericks from the players and the Kennys on, on on television a lot. And yes, uh, I agree that the, the uh, that they're the top teams and. And obviously they should be on the telly, but I don't see why not um, give, give more exposure to Carlo like they like they had the last day in, in their final and 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 get their get their names out there, get people to know them. And it's all about trying to promote hurling as much as possible because that's the aim of the game for everybody. You know, we uh, you know I'd love to see everyone in Carlo at the at the game, and, and obviously a lot of Dublin supporters to go down and see it. But you know, it's not it's, if you, if young lads' parents aren't into the uh, into the GA, they're not going to travel down. That's being realistic, you know. They may put it on the telly if it's on, but if it's on the telly, what are they going to watch? They're going to watch something else. They're yeah. going to watch, you know, whatever soccer or whatever else is on the telly. So, in order to keep the game um, in everyone's mind and, and, and trying to promote it, that's the only way to do it. And, and I think that's just a, a big opportunity missed by the GA to really go after um, the hurling and try and promote it. And this game is, is a prime example. To put it into perspective, this is. Dublin's sixth championship game this season, five Leinster games, and of course a preliminary quarter final. And only one of them has been televised that final round robin game against Galway. Do you feel as though, as a staunch hurling person from within Dublin, that it's actually disrespectful? Ah, oh, look, I don't know if it's disrespectful. Look, I've played from many of the years when there was never a game on television. Yeah. You were never even thought about it, you know, until you got only, only the Leinster final and, and, and so on. But, um, I'm not sure it's disrespectful. I'm not sure that would be the right word I'd use. I just think it's disappointing that we're not, you You know, the numbers in Dublin playing hurling is massive. But yet there's a massive drop-off, you know, when they get to, say, 16 or, or 15 or, or minor. Massive drop-off, whether they choose yeah. other sports or they choose football, you know. Because for a kid being good at both, the easy thing for them is, is, is to either, you know, follow the crowd and, you know, everyone will talk about a Dublin football game on the Monday or the Tuesday or Wednesday in school. But do everyone talk about a Dublin hurling game? Uh, I don't think they do, you know, because it's not, it's not out there. People don't know about it. The teachers don't know about it in the schools. And so that's a, that's a, that's a big uh, issue. And look, Diego did help. So it's get some of the games on telly, but I had this game on telly. This is like one of the biggest games for Carlo this, this year. Yeah. Um, and, and it's also a massive, massive game for Dublin to where they're going to go in this season to see what happens. So, like, there's so many people missing out on that, um, which is it's just disappointing them. Um, they're just missing missing the trick as far as I can see to to, to get to keep to, to keep preaching the keep preaching the uh, the world of hurling around, you know. Yeah, and your team that I mentioned that won that league title, won a Leinster Championship and of course made an all Ireland semi final, they did an awful lot for Dublin hurling. When you were in the midst of that, did you realise that maybe you were part of a Dublin panel? that was taken hurling in the county to the next level where they are now among the kind of all-Ireland contending counties? Um, I think, you know, inside the, 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 the group or the camp, if you like, wasn't, you're not really thinking about it. You're not yeah. really speaking about it because you're more focused on the 
game coming up next are the, are the, are the performances or, or whatever you need to try and improve on but you know outside of that you're very aware of, of, of what you're trying to do for Dublin Hurling you know Dublin Hurling hasn't been successful in years and we were obviously aware of that never really spoke about it but it was, all, it was very aware when you were back to your clubs and people were talking about it people were excited about Hurling or when you you going to train and um, travelling through the city you'd see a lot of young lads with Hurl so we, we knew we had a responsibility to try and get Hurling back up to where it should be um, but it wasn't something we spoke about because I think if you get too caught up on all that uh, you'll, you'll probably lose your focus then on trying to get a performance and I don't think this Dublin team are thinking like that at all you know they're, they're, they're really motivated at the minute to be successful for, their, for themselves and for that management group you know and um, and I suppose part of that is uh, was trying to get to an Leinster final. They were unlucky possibly to get to one. Now they're on another series, so you know they want to get another crack at it. They want to get back and, and uh, hopefully get over Carlo possibly uh, and get into a into a, a big game against uh, one of the one of the monster teams. Also, I think it's Clare. So and give themselves a real crack at it. But um, look, it's, it's, it's going to be no easy ride on, on the weekend, and, and I'm sure Carlo are, are just chomping at the bit to really have a crack at Dublin because. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great opportunity for them Colin Keeney thanks ever so much for stopping by today hopefully you enjoy the match on Saturday but not too much from our perspective and um, best wishes with everything in the future ok cheers Robbie. thanks for that KCLR Live Sport live on KCLR for scoreline.ie the Carlo versus Dublin preview show with thanks to Reddy's of Carlo food served all day every day Reddy's Carlo.ie and Facebook